thank you, thank you for being here tonight. We've had a great time in the beautiful Maya system. And we'll see you later in the next album. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Elite Week, episode 16, the Galactic Water Cooler. This is another Galactic Water Cooler. I know you guys love that. Tonight is Friday, June the 12th, and I am here with some awesome people. I am here with Commander Fee. Say hello, Fee. Hello, Fee. Right on. Following instructions like a good man should. Say hello, Commander Roy Cookson. Hey, everybody. How are you doing this evening? Yes, yes. Hello, hello. And we have a special guest. We have a friend of mine, Grover Kiwi. Now, Grover is from actually, tomorrow. He's calling from <laughs> the future. That is correct. Grover lives in New Zealand. And in New Zealand, it's already Saturday. He's just had lunch. How crazy is that? Say hi, Grover. Yeah, it's closer to Sunday than it is to Friday here now. So wow. and, and Grover, mad props to you guys kicking COVID-19 in the ass. I, I, oh, uh, yeah. Wow. You guys have done a great job. For yeah, sure. I don't know if, um, we, we might be lying, but no one's going to come and check. So <laughs> <laughs> Keeping all the auditors out. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. So we have a lot to talk about today, man. Today's been a crazy, crazy day in the world of Elite Dangerous, hasn't it? So let's mm. let's dive right in. <clears throat> so this week we had a roundup. Let's let's start off with the fleet carrier drop. All right. So first off, fleet carriers dropped on Tuesday. The drop itself was smooth-ish. You know, smooth-ish in, in in frontier terms. It wasn't the kind of situation where it breaks the game for three months. It was the kind of situation where some stuff went wonky. It was like 16 hour sort of delay or whatever. Things went weird. The BGS went a little weird. Some stuff went a little sideways, but <clears throat> it's more or less up and running and things are fairly, fairly, you know, smooth. Uh, we've got the patch notes, which I, we're not going to go through in detail, but it's, it's going to be in the show notes for you to take a look at. <clears throat> but the main thing is, you know, there was a lot of good stuff in there. There was some stuff in there that was a little disappointing for me. You know, the downside of it was that they didn't put the date and timestamp in there for the Buckyballers. Yeah. And I'm just going to say that flat out. Like, look, there's no other way for me to say this. That is a letdown. We let the community management team know that they needed to address that. There is a small but devoted portion of their fan base that needed that in order to do what they do <clears throat> and they just they just didn't do it and I, 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 I'm going to say this because I always want to be honest and I love Frontier I love this game but that oversight was inexcusable and they need to address it so I'm just going to call it out like it is I'm not going to be overly crazy I'm not going to be uh, like nasty or belligerent or whatever but I'm just going to say it's inexcusable. You need to fix that now. Um, the other side that I was a little let down on was <clears throat> I kind of was hoping for 
them to at the very least if they I, I understand I, I I don't understand that there's no reason lore wise why they would not um, address the multi jump situation like your crew should be your bridge crew should be able to schedule multi jumps but I can understand from a out of lore wise just a game mechanics wise why <clears throat> a game developer might say like this feels a little scary, like releasing the reins. I think they're going to go with it eventually later down the line, but I, I get a little whatever. But there, again, on the inexcusable side, it is absolutely inexcusable that I cannot remotely transfer fuel from the cargo bay to the fuel tank. That's just, that's just wrong. And eventually, I hope that you will fix that because it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, <clears throat> another personal disappointment of mine, and this one, I'm not going to, this one isn't a criticism of Frontier. This was just, I had a guess, I made a bet with Dunkel Aura that they were going to, because the way they worded the uh, previous statement on fuel, they said, hey man, we made Tridian consumption twice as efficient. This is the initial step. We were evaluating it to see where we're going to land. And I was like, they're going to move it to three times. They're going to move it more. It's going to be more than two times. And he's like, now nah, you're crazy. It's locked at two times. So you're never going to go up. That was, this is not a criticism of Frontier. This is a personal letdown of mine. I bet that they were going to go higher. I lost that bet. I bought Dunkel Aura, a brand new uh, remember Carlos mug from down to earth astronomy's website and had it shipped to him in uh, I'm not going to give details but in the country where he lives in Europe and uh, <clears throat> congrats to Dunkel Aura wait Dunkel is a dude yeah man <clears throat> yeah he's, he's a dude having said that um, there were a lot of good things in the sort of fleet carrier drop there was the the uh, um, you know there was the very very awesome addition of the CQC stuff. There's some BGS weirdness, and we're going to get into that a little later as well. But there was some weirdness with regard to all of the BGS stuff. There's some stuff that happened in there. First off, the fleet carrier drop pushed the tick back by 16 hours, so <clears throat> that is still as of now it's it's 16 hours late so we're we're gonna have to sort of see if they if, you know at the weekly tick maybe they go back and sort of manually hard set it back to the right time or maybe this is just the new reality the tick now happens at a different time or i i, I don't know but, but there's also some other weirdness going on with that that we don't have a clear sort of explanation of right now in that, um, you know, there was like on one of the days, like right after, like two days after, there was like 4,500 systems in like four and a half thousand systems in expansion. Like expansion was just going nuts. Retreats were doing weird things. Like they did some back end stuff to the BGS, which we don't quite know yet what all that was and how it's going to shake out and that could be problems or that could be you know opportunities that could be cool stuff we don't know we're going to have to see how that shakes out i did notice that the kickstarters the backers on the kickstarters man they they got a discount so they ended up their final purchase price was 4.85 billion so they saved 
what 150 million uh, verified yeah yeah so hey hats off to you guys you know well played well played whatever it's all good um so let's let's just stop there and and i i just went over like the first three or four things from the fleet carrier uh drop guys hop in roy what do you, what do you got fee what do you got on that uh, uh i'll jump in first i mean aside from all the um planning and uh strategizing i had done before the fleet carriers came out mm-hmm. and what i was going to do i just found myself a bit overcome with um like this is cool i i had a moment actually of um just before they came out like ah, i've got enough money to buy one but do i really want to do this and i'm gonna wait for a while <laughs> and then and then I, I found myself with the buy screen and i'm like oh my god yes i want one and, and it was like a new toy and it was so cool and yeah there's a few bugs and things but I just have been having a lot of fun, and and um, there's been some things pop up, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But like, there's some emergent stuff popping up that that uh, I'm just super jazzed that now I get to be a part of. So I, yeah, I've had I've had a great experience with it the last few days. Right on, see? Yeah, I, I uh, you know I, I've been enjoying the having the carrier as well, and and you know Tuesday. Personally speaking, it, it, it's been a hell of a week for me, and and you know going through the uh, you know perpetual black adderness of, of trying to acquire <laughs> oh the, the uh, fleet yeah. carrier on Tuesday into mm. Wednesday morning uh, was was uh, I, I don't want to say it was traumatic, but but how many, it, how many times how many times did you take to get to get your carrier? I I, I don't even want to I, I don't want to talk about it. You know it was uh, <laughs> it, it, it it was it was traumatic, uh, and, and and we're gonna leave it at that. But but you know when when I seriously Wednesday morning Eastern Standard Time in, in, here in the U.S. I got up um, at five thirty in the morning and and logged in and and finally was able to buy my carrier Wednesday morning, nice. uh, and 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 that that was a very rewarding experience. Mm. Uh, and since then, I, I've I've really just been enjoying the the new dynamic to the game. You know, just understanding what it means to my gameplay, um, and you know, y- what you guys already mentioned. You know, there there's definitely been some bugs here and there. Um, but but overall, I, I don't have any complaints. I'm, I'm just enjoying having this new toy to play with. Mm. Grover, hop in on this. Tell us what your sort of observations and experiences have been with the fleet carrier drop, with the system, with the, the game in general, with seeing people use them, etc. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's been interesting. I'm one of the plebs that can't afford one. But um, uh, it's actually been interesting seeing them in-game. I'm... <laughs> Frontier seem to do their updates right when I'm about to get online. Mm. Uh, so it's <laughs> morning time in the UK, and it's uh, about 7 p.m. here, just when I'm getting ready to jump in. And so the wife was happy because she got a night with me. Um, well, I had to take the night off to uh, uh, while the servers were down. Uh, but yeah, after that couple of days um, went past, it's um, it's been interesting. I've interacted with a few carriers, um, with some friends who have got them, and uh, I'm more interested to see maybe in about a month's time when they start separating out, because at the moment I'm just filtering carriers out of my uh, navigation. <laughs> yeah, now, you know, you that. can actually do that. You can set it to just filter them out, and then you can just sort of bookmark your handful of them that you're actually interested in. And, you know, you can, you can literally just set a permanent thing on your, on your well, until you adjust it. You can set your filters to so that you don't see those if it's just bothering you. Yeah, no, that's, um, 
I'll, I'll leave it. I think I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see if they do start spreading out or if, mm-hmm. or if they're just going to be kind of jumping in on all the popular systems and mm. and that's what most people are going to use them for. I'm, I'm probably going to be interested in seeing how the uh, people that are supporting exploration are uh, using their carriers. And Oh, yeah. I think so, so grow up that. Grover, let me let me ask you. You know, you you started off your your reply with saying that you're one of the plebs that that does not have the credits for the the fleet carrier. Is that now something based on all the hype and all the excitement that that you're now going to be working towards, or, or are you still sticking to your guns and 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 focusing on on what you were focused on before all this happened? You know, I can definitely see the value of having a carrier. Um, I think I will get one, but I'm still kind of working my way through the ships. I've only just bought an Anaconda and haven't really pumped it out yet. Just hmm. um, decided I've got enough money to to get that. But um, yeah, so I think I will, but I'll, it'll be it'll be a little while away. Hmm. Right on. Right on. Right on. So. I, I I sort of classified my experience of the fleet carrier drop as smooth-ish, like smooth adjacent. I mean, I think for the size of all of the stuff that they sort of tweaked and mess around with here, it was a fairly smooth rollout. What do you guys like? You know, I mean, I'll 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 I'll, I'll preface this by saying I had to work a lot on sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and half of Thursday, I worked long, 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 long days. And so it was kind of like when Tuesday, when fleet carriers dropped, I was at work. And then they were like, oh, the server kind of got delayed in coming back up, which is sort of to be expected, whatever. And, but I was at work. And then by the time I finally got home late that night, I couldn't get into a system that had a fleet carrier, so I didn't end up buying a fleet carrier until Thursday because it was just like, man, it's too crazy, it's too hectic, it's too busy, I I can't get in there, screw it, I'm just gonna, you know, go live my life and it's like when the new iPhone comes out and there's like a line and like there's 800 people in line and you wait eight hours and this, that and the other and whatever, but if you like show up five days later you just walk right up to the counter and get it and walk out. That was my experience in buying my fleet carrier. I jumped into that Skegiko O, that one that's like one jump away from Jameson's. I jumped in there Thursday night, like later in the night, like so like 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time to, you know, to be clear. So like 11 o'clock at night, I jumped in there <clears throat> and there was plenty of room in the system. I clicked buy a carrier. It did not pop up a system over. It popped up right there in the system. I flew out to it. I bought all the livery that I wanted for it. I bought all the, you know, services that I wanted for it. And then I left. It was just, you know, no fuss, no muss. What was your what was your guys' experience of the actual rollout? Uh, I bought mine earlier, maybe earlier in the day than you did. So I had a bit of the black adder <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. It, it probably took me an hour and a half, which, which, admittedly, I think I had a better go of it than a lot of people did. Mm. Uh, it only took me about an hour and a half, so I was, you know, chatting on Discord and kept trying to buy and try to buy and logged in and logged out. And there was lots of, um, you know, people trying to offer advice about should you reboot your game or uh, just, you know, keep trying. And um, yeah, it took about 90, 90 minutes, and then I got my carrier. 
and from, from honestly from that point on other than the, the other bugs we might talk about it from that point on it was pretty straightforward like there wasn't any major sort of choke point kind of slowdowns mm-hmm. aside from that see yeah I, I i touched on it earlier i'm not gonna lie you know <laughs> i was i was like i was like the kid in, uh be- the night before christmas uh, leading up to Tuesday's launch and, uh, you know, watching Steam for the updates and, and everything that was going on there. Uh, and, you know, I, I got I to admit, you know, I was certainly excited. Um, I was a little frustrated with the fact that, that everything didn't go as smoothly as is to be expected. But at the same time, you know, b- based on, on my career in, in IT, you know, I've been in IT since before Google was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, under, I understand how things like this don't go smooth, and I understand how there are challenges. I, I never, ever, ever got salty. I, I, I never got pissed off at, at FDEV. I, I never, ever was completely frustrated where I wanted to just uninstall the game and, and, and go play uh, insert space sim here. Uh, other game mm-hmm. I, I i really just was patient i i knew that these guys were doing the best they could uh and 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 again likewise that that was why 5 30 a.m wednesday morning i logged in i i purchased my fleet carrier and and i was happy um it, it's just a video game and 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 really you know no complaints it, it's these guys are doing the best they can right on right on so all right so that kind of covers that um the, like the rollout it's been it's been okay i mean it's been the, the, i i think for well, as big I mean, as what, a, we, what are we comparing it against <clears throat> what are we comparing it against right like is it the september rollout are we comparing oh, it against? god it's a billion times better I, I like i said i think it's been considering how much they had to do it's been fairly smooth so that's mm. that's okay so let's get into the thing that we sort of were waiting to see you know, because they they, they they slipped up and sort of announced that, like, yeah, man, the ones that you see around the dockyards are going to be the ones that you can get from the livery. And <clears throat> sure enough, that's what we've got. So we had the we've got the victory class, which is the hammerhead shark. It's like a Moai uh, strapped to the front of a fleet carrier. We've got the Nautilus class. That's the one I went with, which looks like the 2001 where you've got the sort of rounded front that, you know, that awesome, awesome, iconic look. We, and then we've got the what was the other one? The 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 Neptune, which was the one that kind of has. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It has the. It has. It looks to me that, and again, this is just personal preference, but it looks to me like the Neptune is like it's waiting for like something to Voltron onto the front of it, and then it's gonna go. But like. It's at the same time. It's you know. It's got an aesthetic. It's cool. Everybody's going to have their type that they like. A little bit like you run out of Lego when you're building it. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, or or you know whatever. But they, I mean, there's people that like the minimalist look. So you know, right on. Um, <clears throat> the the if you if you notice here, there's many different paint jobs that you can get. But this is the one that I got from my Nautilus that's on screen now. And man, I just I think it looks so sharp. It looks so 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 good. Um, some of those paint jobs are pretty crazy. I'm wondering if they took like the Cobra. Uh, some of them look honestly to me like they took the the flag paint jobs from the Cobra hmm. uh, and and put them over a, a fleet carrier. Like there was such a uh, interesting choices around hmm. uh, stripes and bars and and uh, yeah, those salvage kind of a, ones are kind, very... of a, kind of a riot of color on some of those on some of those paint jobs. Yeah, no yeah. complaints though. 
No, it's no, 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 no. I, it's it's bold. I like it. It's uh, I, again, it, uh, tough choice, right? Like I, I it, a lot of these things are very bold and uh, interesting, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I like that better than just a color wash or you know uh, solid colors that sort of thing. So I will point kudos. out. I will point out one thing on a lot of the fleet carriers. So like if you look here, you see mine shows it's Elite Week One, and it's got that little star. F- formation but on a lot of the different designs depending on your paint job or whatever if you look in spots there's places where you can see on it like uh an empire logo and i know there's some people that have posted on the forums already like i do not like that i do not i don't support the empire i'm federation or other people like one guy posted saying like I do not support the Empire. Oh, yeah, there's the Empire logo right there on mine. Under the name, there is, you see the little Empire um, logo on there. And they're like, hey, man, I'm using this as part of the DSSA. Uh, it's important to me for in-lore reason or whatever that my ship be neutral and welcome all sort of explorers. <clears throat> I don't like that. So I, I think you're going to see uh, maybe an option for, for fixing that so that, you know, the, the player can control all of that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Even looking through the chat here, I'm seeing from people, you know, Mgram, you know, it's, yeah, it's way, way, way smoother than, you know, the, the September update. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. But you know, if they if they wanted to generate some um, opportunity for people to buy things, uh, I'm surprised there isn't more decal locations. Yes, absolutely, it should. There should, if they wanted to make money, it, it's just a smart move to like add decals in there that you can buy and you know and 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 sell that, push that. But also, it's very very important at the very least that you give players who don't want to show any of that an opportunity or to have something neutral that they you know you might have an axi guy who's like hey man we don't get into the empire federation bit we're just all bug killers of whatever group you're in and you know whatever or you might have you know an exploration guy or, or whatever or you could have a guy that's just super hardcore fetty or super hardcore alliance and he's like you know he, he he's like that's just a situation where like we don't want to get involved in that we don't we, I, I don't support that i'm anti that i'm on the other side entirely and you're making me sort of you know go that way um so that's that's an important thing um <clears throat> looking at a note here that i have let's see players must go to a station with a Brewer Corporation carrier's contract. They can purchase a carrier from the contact. These stations will also include a carrier diadrack uh, body site where players can choose the design of the carrier. Carriers can only be purchased at the following locations. I think what they're talking about there, uh, Mgram, is they're saying that's where you can get the livery to choose the body types. But I've got the Nautilus. I've seen another one that had the Victory class. And they all seem to have, maybe it's based on where we bought them. Like the station that we bought them was controlled by uh, the uh, the Empire or whatever. But I've seen multiple ones now with the Empire. Or maybe it's just Brewer Corporation is sort of uh, an Empire. Uh, yeah, system. actually... <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking, Kai, 
from, from what I've seen, and maybe I'm totally wrong, but but from what I've seen, where your carrier is parked is is how that is reflected. So when uh, when I first jumped into, as an example, um, was it Ross three ten where mm-hmm. Loose Screws lives? Um, I, I showed up as an independent when when I moved into Ross seven one nine where I am now. Uh, I'm now a federation. Um, <clears throat> that makes sense carrier. because there is there is a thing here. There's a menu where it shows like, hey, this is the system you're in, and there's this is the whatever. So yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's get into the other livery options here. They gave they had an option, and I don't know why because you never see these things go, but they had an option where you could pick the color of your engines, and you can tell by looking at the way I set mine up, man. I, I was like all about it, so I got my my pretty blue sort of engines that to me it looks like from the Expanse, it looks like the, the Proto Molecule, and I was like, yeah, I gotta have that one. The one that looks like the Proto Molecule looks cool. Um, and then there was a thing where you can choose the color of your little landing pad jobby <clears throat> and I, I i chose a bright one just to be bright there uh i've noticed the one thing i have noticed is if you chose the i think it's the purple if you choose the purple landing pad uh thing there's a weird sort of bug or um, easter egg yeah easter egg whatever um <clears throat> that is where the the o from that is is like green and the seven is purple so that's uh you know that's an interesting little little thing yeah i i started with uh, a blue color scheme similar to yours and i actually switched to the purple to take advantage of that uh easter egg because it appeared to only come up with one of the color choices so far Hmm. okay let's see here Let's see. All right. Now, the other, the last option that they had in the livery was <clears throat> that you could, uh, you could choose the voice of your air traffic controller. So that's a thing. Um, I chose Yumi because it's like you have to pick one, and for me, it just seemed like, you know. I don't know. I, I, for ship voices or ship things, I know that this is technically an air traffic controller, so it's a person, but for ship stuff, I, it's like it seems, going back to Star Trek days, it's like if the ship's talking to you, it seems like it should be a woman's voice. I, I don't know. It seems weird, but yeah. I went with Madeline. I went with Madeline. So another woman's voice. What did you yes. pick, be? Oh, I stayed stuck. Absolutely. Okay. I, uh, I, I, I wanted that war games experience and, and, uh, it was good to finally have the, have the voice that reminds me of, of, uh, warp. Um, it was whopper, whopper. Shall we play whopper. a game? Yeah. Whopper. But, 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 but it wasn't even whopper. It was, um, Jonas. No, what, 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 what was his name? Come on. Somebody help me out here. Jonas what, was what, the name was... of the son, uh, professor. Yeah, well, what, what was Professor Falcon's son's name? It wasn't Jonas. It was, it was yeah. It, it was Jeremy. It was no. Yeah. It, come on, somebody can do this. All right, just just give us the answer. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I'm asking. Okay. I, 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 it, it's whatever. It, 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 yes, I remember that was it was one of the passwords. Professor Falcon made a backdoor password, and it was his son's name, and it was it was it was something with a J. It was like Jonas or Jeremy or. Jonathan. Jonathan, maybe? I, I, 
I, I predict no it's not Jonathan I predict multiple people are currently googling feverish beautiful so we'll let them answer um, so those are you know these are all kinds of cool sort of livery interesting Joshua there you go Joshua uh, uh, a bunch of different sort of livery options that were available so that was that was interesting anything uh, strike strike it, so I, I got the Nautilus which one did you get uh, fee Oh, I went hammerhead. Victory, yeah, I, okay. Uh, yep, victory. <clears throat> and what about you, uh, Roy? I went to victory as well. Ah, two victories and a Nautilus. All right. Well, you guys are the plebs because I got the good one. <laughs> it's all—it's just all personal. It was a tough choice. It was a tough choice. I might change. I, I might change in the future. We'll see. Right on. Right on. So, what all did you? What did? What did? What all did you guys think about the? Let's. We're not going to get into the pricing part of it. We'll just talk about the actual options itself. What did, what did you guys think? And and more importantly, didn't it seem a little weird to you guys that it didn't show like, hey, this is a Nautilus ship kit or this is a Victory ship kit? It showed. It literally changes the class of your fleet carrier. Yeah, and that's I, a that's an odd choice. Yeah, man. To me. That seems like, what are you doing there? That's like, oh, okay, so what you're saying is there's not going to be other fleet carrier classes? Like, it's not... to uh, When they first said in the first trailer, in the first announcement, this is a Drake-class carrier, I was all about it because I was like, okay, they literally said this is the X, you know, like this is the, the Corvette or this is the Cutter or this is the, the Cobra. It's like, okay, so there's going to be more of these, and maybe we can get one that's bigger and has, you know, uh, more storage, but like poorer jump range. Or maybe we get a smaller one that has, you know, way cheaper, but has less jump range and storage, but it's super, super cheap. It's kind of more affordable. Or maybe we get one that's massive, that's made for squadrons. And, uh, woo, somebody just shot at my fleet carrier, and they're getting lit up. Um... I love that every once in a while, just one of the NPCs will shoot at your fleet carrier, and then your fleet carrier just goes, oh, yeah? How about this? And then just <laughs> just deletes them. Uh, but it's a neat little light show. Um, <clears throat> so what what did you guys make of that, the, the, the sort of choice to... It's like they've changed the paradigm of what the name means, mm. as opposed to just putting kits on a, a given name. And I'm not sure why. I'm, I, I don't know if there's something coming that's going to explain that, but it seems a bit weird. Uh, weird. Uh, yeah, that's you know I, I didn't see the reason for it. What does it gain them? I guess is what I'd ask. Is from a marketing standpoint, or a, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what, what does that gain them by having taking up names of a class to make it be the the kit? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, it it, it basically simplifies the build. Right, you you've taken it from that initial trailer, like you mentioned, Kai, where where we have per, per, perceptively or perceivably a a build which is customized for a particular role, whether it's mining or exploring or combat, whatever, um, and and we think that we are going to acquire a fleet carrier that is designed for that role and have capabilities around that role to simply just and I hate to do this, but basically just applying a skin that that just gives a perceived role right there, there's nothing really behind it it's it's all superficial and and then it, whatever we do with it is is really kind of generic 
In other words, it, it almost seems like they've sterilized or, or neutered the role aspect of the fleet carrier. Hmm. You know, I would love to see some options of livery that are not just... Even if you have to pay for it with arcs, even if you have to buy it with arcs, I would love to see one that you also have to earn. I would love... I am a king for the Empire. I went above being a duke to get the cutter. I went two ranks above that. I am a king. I should be able to have a cool, special either ship kit or paint job or something that is only for kings, only for people that went full-on empire. I am an admiral with you, the you Federation. Want your I would love to have something there. We have with us in the chat, we've got Mgram from the AXI. I think those guys, those AXI guys that do that crazy, crazy high-level stuff that, you know, there should be some kind of a thing where it's like, oh, you've killed this many interceptors or you've done some yeah. level of something where it's like it rewards you and says okay where's the yeah. <clears throat> you get a special where, where, axi fleet carrier paint job that no one else can have or or where's the where's the dash bobblehead equivalent for the fleet carrier you know uh the 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 bomber patches on the side or the things that you've done or mm-hmm. uh, assigning a certain role like the, the I don't know. Maybe it's coming in the future, but there's a few elements of livery that they've left out here that maybe are, maybe they're still working on. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's that has been my, you know, watching the forum posts and and the discussions in various discords and everything else that's happened since Tuesday. That that has been the one thing that I kind of find myself going back to um, day after day, which is this is only the beginning, right? Let, let's, let's, let's go back to 2015 when the game started and, and where we were at and how much things have changed now in 2020. Mm. You know, I, I think now that, tw- now that 2020 has happened and fleet carriers have dropped and yes, we have a capability with these fleet carriers. Um, I, I, I think, you know, again, I'm being the optimist, but, but I think, they they very much can can do these things and 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 really you know we we based on what we've seen with the ships that we have and and the builds that we have we will see modifications because again the other thing that frontier is really good at and and we'll probably talk about this later is is listening to all of us give our voice and 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 talk about the things that that we would see that would make the game better sometimes sometimes they're good at it yeah and yeah. when they are 50, 50, I love it. Six, and when 60 not, 40 70 30 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's look at some of the other things that are in this. And we have a unique opportunity because we have uh, Mgram with us in the chat. So I'm going to bring up, they specifically say in the notes, in the patch notes for <clears throat> the, uh, you know, for, for the patch, they say on there that they took another swing at trying to get the, uh, what do you call it? The invulnerable heart bug. And, uh, you know, some of the AX stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about some other things. But while Mgram catches up in the, uh, you know, in the chat on the delay, you know, they added also, I know for a fact that they added in there, you know, the ability to queue for CQC from the main game. They added in there an ability where you can block anyone regardless of whether or not they're on your friends list. And that is a huge thing for the Care Bears because there are... I play in open. I like mixing it up with gankers and whatever. That's just me. I don't... I'm not telling anyone else how they should play their game or how they should have their fun. The fact is, the gankers say, 
hey man, we like doing this, we like killing people, we like blowing people up, and they have every right to their gameplay, to, to play how they wish, whether or not I agree with their choices or whatever. But the Care Bears also have just as much right, I'm kind of neutral, I'm between them, but the Care Bears have just as much right to say, we don't want to deal with you. So it literally is in a situation now, let's, let's be honest, <clears throat> if you were to block, say, 50 or 60 names, like just like pull up a list from, I know there's different discords. I, I'm not in those ones, but I know there's discords where they like link everyone. Oh, this guy killed this guy in this system. This guy killed that guy. This guy killed this guy. If you were to go through and pull out the top, say hundred names, take 10 minutes and just type them all into your little block list. I don't think you'd be ganked anymore. I think it would literally just fix that. Um, which I, even though it's super easy to do, I will not do that. I like the spice of dealing with those people, but I'm not saying that everyone has to play the way I do. So the fact yeah, that... I, go ahead. I, I feel like it's a progression, right? Like, I, uh, as someone who started the game, I mean, yes, I played it five years ago, but I didn't really get into it until January. And as someone who's working their way up through the ranks of all the different things you can do in this game... I've, I, I'm now playing it open, but when I first played, I felt like I'm not going to be competitive unless I've unlocked a few engineers and mm -hmm. other things. Like it's, it's a progression, right? It's a progression. So I could see where it's a it's a thing you work towards, as opposed to uh, so much of a you know a worldview about how to play the game. Yeah. See. Yeah, I, you know, in my opinion, elite is is. <laughs> Elite does not have a community problem in game um, like other games. I, I you know, I, I will I will say full disclosure. I also play World of Tanks, and World of Tanks is is just about the shittiest community you could ever have. Um, <laughs> I have never seen a, a bigger group of assholes in the game um, in any game that I've ever played, and and uh, th this Elite does not have that problem. Um, now, granted, you may find yourself because you spend time in specific systems where there are specific opportunities for you to become a victim of said assholes who may still be lurking within this game. But but I will tell you that for as long as I've been playing this game, I have not had an asshole problem. I, I have not had a problem where I've got I need a blacklist um, like I like I have in, in World of Tanks. Um, World of Tanks requires that, that you blacklist and, and even report people for, for inappropriate behavior. Um, this game does not necessarily have that. Granted, there are gankers, and, and Kai, I'm with you. You know, if somebody's going to gank me, chances are I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and, and it just happened, and, and I need to make sure I've got the credits for rebuy, and that's all there is to it. Mm. Um, I, I'm not totally butthurt when, when that happens. Um, I, I just need to, to learn to play Elite Dangerous the way that Elite Dangerous should be played if I'm going to be in that part of space, and that's it. Overall, I don't have a problem. <laughs> okay. Grover, how, how do you I, feel on it? Yeah, I agree. Like, um, having bought it a long time ago, but yeah, similarly, only really getting into it uh, since January. Um, I haven't found a problem. And uh, I started out playing on private servers and um, the learning a little bit about it. So that option's there for anybody. Uh, but it was since I started listening to Loose Screws and um some of the other uh, content creators who were uh, talking about the difference between open and oh, now I just play an open all the time so 
it also helps that I'm in a different time zone, so you're all, all the gankers are asleep when I'm playing. So. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Right on. I, okay. I, I, think, I think there's also a big difference between... Um, I, I could see just... I'm, I'm not going to try to prescribe what other people feel, but it, it, for me personally, if if I was playing solo, that would be a... I mean, not solo as a game mode, but if I was just playing this game not affiliating with anyone, <laughs> that would be a very different experience than the affiliations I have. <clears throat> so when I when I play the game, I'm talking to people on Discord. Like, there's a community around me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing things or we're going to go somewhere... Uh, I'm never alone, right? So even the experiences I've had that did involve gankers since January, it was because we put ourselves in those situations. We, like me and whoever else we were playing with at the moment, and um, it's it's sort of like, I think it's a truism that, you know, when you're thinking about these sort of things in the abstract, in reality, they're never as good or never as bad as you think. It's somewhere in the middle. And, and, and what I found was the situations we've played in where we we went after some of the these we went intentionally went after gankers and um it sort of developed an uh, an interesting truce where they they're doing their thing and some of them were role-playing some of them weren't and we're doing our thing like okay we're gonna shut you down if you're trying to do this thing here and we went at it and nobody got bent out of shape and it was some interesting emergent gameplay which and maybe I've I've stumbled across some uh, stumbled upon some slice of this that was uh, better than many other people's experience. But I, I it wasn't as um, uh, upsetting as mm. some of the things I'd imagined in my mind as how it could be <clears throat> as how it could play out. Right on. But for those people who are just dead set against the whole thing and they want to go super Care Bear and they want to eliminate that from their lives you have the option frontier have given you the tool take it and and go do your thing go make yourself happy i have got reports now from mgram that this is the fourth time they've taken a swing at dealing with that uh invulnerable heart bug and it still doesn't seem to have been fixed so here's the thing on the one hand, I would really prefer it had been fixed, that they were successful. But the fact that this is literally four th- times in a row, they just keep each patch. Okay, we, and what about this? What about that? It shows they're not quitting. They're going to just keep plugging away at it until they get it. They will get it. It may be that they get it, you know, but at some point by the end of the year, whatever. Or it may be that it doesn't come until... until odyssey and at that point with the code refresh they fix whatever the hell spaghetti code that is that's causing this problem that seems to be such a devil to fix and they get it they get it sorted so fingers crossed now let's look into the 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 next question um and i'm going to skip one and go down to but who is it for? This was, I remember hearing people being, but who is it for? Really, who wants them? Nobody wants a fleet carrier. Oh, it's bleh, whatever. I remember hearing all of that jazz a couple months back. And uh, here's the thing I have. But who is it for? Well, apparently many, 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 many people based on the fact that as of this morning, Inara was showing over 5,000 people had one registered. Like, it was like 52, 5,300 had registered one already. And this is the first week of it. So, like, we're, we're literally three, what, three, four days in? 
Like, yeah, thousands of people. That's who it's for. People that are more imaginative than you or uh, more industrious and willing to, <clears throat> you know, go and do a thing. So for all of those, but who is it for people? The answer is lots of people. And if it's not for you, great. Move on with your life. You guys got any thoughts on that? What what percentage? I mean, do, do you have any stats on like concurrent player, like a percentage, like uh, of of what this represents? I no. I mean, it's hard to really break out, and it, actually, not hard, but impossible unless you're frontier to really get that answer. Because if you look at all the different systems, and then you know you got so, so you you've got PC players, you've got Steam players, which are different than PC players in that some Steam players are PC players, but not all PC players are Steam players. There are people that go through Steam and there are people that go through just straight through FDev. Then you've got Xbox, then you've got PlayStation. It's all over the place. I I, I don't know. Uh, I, could ima- I could imagine people thinking like, is this a thing that uh, 1% has? or 10% has or 25% has. Well, I think um, that by the very nature of it, by the nature of the cost of it, it's going to be your one percenters. It's going to be your top of the top. But the fact of the matter is, is as has been demonstrated many times, we're going to get to this shortly, has been demonstrated multiple times. If you want it and you're going to go out and grind for it, you can get it. That's the weird part, right? Is I can imagine playing this game casually and, and obviously you won't, you're not going to have the money for it. But at the same time, if you want to grind out a long weekend, you can. And, you can. And here's the other truth. The other, you know, sort of natural truth of the universe is, and I've said this so many times in the last month, it is much more fun to be a guy whose friend has a fishing boat than it is to be the guy who has to maintain a fishing boat. So <laughs> if you yeah. if you if you are casual, great, then be casual and enjoy using all of the fleet carriers that all of these other people are bringing to you. You know? So that's awesome. Or enjoy the fact that the DSSA has these out there that you can go out and be an explorer and just use the DSSA's, you know, fleet carriers or enjoy the, the fact that the fuel rats and, 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 and the hull seals now have opportunities and abilities to use to make things better for you with that. Enjoy, you know, you could make a ton of money just being a guy who gets together with some friends in type nines, goes out either buys or mines and fills up on um, <clears throat> tritium and then just goes out oh, yeah. and delivers to people that are stranded at a mahusive markup. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do. So, yeah, that's good stuff. All right, let's let's move it along, though, because there's so much more stuff we got to get to today. So <clears throat> that's the what who is it for. Let's talk about one guy who it's for. Let's talk about one smart handsome devil that went out there and got it done there's a guy and i don't know who it was but so let's say gal let's guy gal whatever there's a person there's a commander who went out flew out legit to the anaconda graveyard 
however long ago, a week ago, a month ago, whatever, got himself stranded out there or herself stranded out there, but scanned. There's a cluster. There's like a couple systems there that you could scan. Went and scanned every planet, mapped them, did all of the stuff for that whole little cluster, and then just said, okay, I'm stranded here, and waited. And day one of, hey, fleet carriers are a thing. They got either a friend or their own whatever. Somebody got went, went got a fleet carrier, jumped up there and rescued them. And they turned in their universal cartographic data and they legit became the first legit person, not the scammer dude who got Frontier to move them in. And I, I don't know, I haven't gotten the full story so I want to. I hope that Frontier went back and, and expunged that data because that should not have ever existed. But <clears throat> someone did it legit. So big salute to you for legit getting all of that data and bringing it back. That's cool as shit, man. That's right. That, isn't that that super? <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little upset, but that's pretty smart. That's kudos. Yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. Well, well played. <laughs> Right on, right on. <clears throat> so, looking over, there are some definite gripes and questions on the fleet carriers. You know, um, there's there's people that say, like, why do I have to put a percentage of my combat bonds? Why can't I transfer the fuel remotely? That's my big one. Why can't I choose the stock manually? That, that on there, I had been a big proponent of saying, like, well when we get base building we're going to get the ability to manufacture our stuff and then we'll sell it well you can't do that so oh okay all right whatever um <clears throat> there, there's some stuff with fleet carriers like the whole sales thing is borked they need to fix it and now that we know that they're they're not having base building we presume that we're not having manufacturing which means that there's sort of no excuse for that that was poorly designed from the top and there's just no excuse the the ability the inability to move your fuel from one place to another on your own ship when you have a dedicated crew that gets paid all that money there's no excuse um the, the main the main i agree with all that um, it's uh, it feels like it's now the appendix of <coughs> the appendix of the of the fleet carrier. Like mm. it, it has no use. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next point on the list here. The new Baran. Everybody was, oh my God, we're losing Baran. It'll never ever come back. Oh, what will we do? Set your hair on fire. And within 24 hours literally it was like 9 hours 10 hours after the 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 system finally came back up and was stable um you know was able to stay up they were like oh yeah cold 285 sector cc-k a38-2 planet 1 ring b and it's like boop here is the new triple ltd hotspot it is amazing it is, uh, you know, it, it literally is just, it's better than Baran. You have, if you look at the, the overlap of the 60s, uh, you, you literally have an amazing, amazing 
70% plus area that is just, it, it's just too good. It's just too good. Now, it's what? 250 light years from Seoul-ish. It's it's one hop in a fleet carrier, and people are doing it. If you don't, if you want to do it without a fleet carrier, yeah, it's going to take you a few jumps. And as we as we look, there's going to be more people finding more stuff. But for now, if you look on the screen right there, that is just a absolute no brainer. That is an awesome place if you want to farm low temperature diamonds. The main thing is. I think LTDs, we're going to see them continue to decline and we're going to see them sort of settle into a rate. <clears throat> I think what the stuff that they did back in January was all built around the idea of like nerfing the sort of superiority of one type of mining. At that point, it was it was all about pay not, pay not, pay not, pay not. And before that, it was void opals, void opals, you know, ah, we got to go get this, we got to get this. They made a concerted effort to try to attack that. And we were starting down the road of like, oh, they're nerfing this, they're nerfing that. I thought we were going to get to a point of not just, okay, I'm going to farm in Baran. I'm going to get this one thing all day, every day. I thought they were going to get to the point of like, you log in every day and have to kind of look and see like, okay, What's the thing to sell right now? What is the thing that we want? Oh, it's Bendidoite today. Oh, it's 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 Alexandrite today. Oh, it's you know um, low temperature diamonds today. Oh, it's void opals. Like I thought it was going to be like a more dynamic. You know, you have to kind of play the puzzle. You have to look and see what's selling the best that day, and then go farm that one thing up, or use your fleet carrier to like farm up. You know, three thousand tons of alexandrite, bendidoite, serendibite, whatever, uh, void opals, low temperature diamonds, uh, painite, all these different things, Alexander, and then, and then just sell on whatever day is hot. But <clears throat> they sort of kept low temperature diamonds artificially buffed when everything else took massive nerfs and i'm wondering if now that fleet carriers are out i'm wondering like did they do that just so they could kind of help the people along that were trying to farm their their for their fleet carriers are they going to now fix that and be like okay nope you know no more of that now now we're going to put in the new system or will we see sort of ltds get back some strength and 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 kind of remain this one thing that seems to be artificially buffed and and is the only thing to farm what do you what do you guys think let's start with grover what do, you, do you have any feelings on this new spot and ltds and whatnot yeah well it, it seems that uh almost uh Trickham is a new ltd mm -hmm. isn't it at the moment there's a there's a lot of people finding different ways to make money oh yeah i do do like the idea of a flexible a flexible market that you have to actually pay attention to and it's not just like okay, i'm going to go out to my normal spot and mine because i need a bit of money because i want to outfit a new anaconda or something hmm. so i do i do like that i yeah it's um i'm guessing all the people that have been uh, at boran for the last month uh, are my people the the poor ones that have been trying to save up for the fleet carriers but it's, a, it's an interesting kind of dynamic once you do start getting a little bit of money. When I first got my first billion, I'm like, oh, now I want two billion. So 
I can see the um, the psyche of people just wanting to build up their their bank as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. V Roy. Yeah, I'll, I'll weigh in here. I, I mean, uh, you know, my my perspective on this, especially after a few days of, of playing with the fleet carrier, has been that you know, it, I, I'm I'm almost wondering, Kai, if if based on what we're seeing here, the fact that we all have fleet carriers now, or or, or a bunch of us have fleet carriers now, is that we now have the opportunity to manipulate the market beyond what is being set by the galactic average right we've we've got the ability to go out to a set of rings and Mm -hmm. mine everything if we want and then sell those things at a rate that we choose to and and basically inject some dynamics into the global market or the the galactic market um that that is not there currently with the existing station economy and and so i'm i'm curious to see how if anybody is going to want to dip their toe toe into that pool and see if they want to manipulate those markets so so i think you know there is the opportunity for us to just stay with the safe ltd and void opal and paynite and and whatever else has been you know what the the nice safe space has been in mining and, and selling and buying um like like grover says though you know tritium has definitely introduced another variable into that equation and and, and we're already seeing that play out um it, it it'll be curious to see if people decide to now play with the rest of the market with their fleet carrier with their commodity trading capability um to see if they want to do that and and you know that that's that that's actually what i've been trying to do this week since i got the carrier is is just mess within the system that i'm in um playing with the stations that are in that system and and just kind of seeing if i can manipulate that local economy with what is available what i can buy and sell and use my carrier um to to see if i can actually you know do do some sort of market influence there so it's I, i think there's a lot of possibility there um but it but it really depends on how much people are willing players not not npcs players are willing to start to manipulate that that economy based on what we can buy and sell with our with our fleet carriers hmm. Roy, uh you know it's early days um but some of the obvious moves that have happened is you know uh, lt diamond's got a haircut uh void elbow's got a boost so right now um i, I think one of the things that got corrected that I, th- I think a lot of people felt in principle should have been corrected is that uh, core mining is the most valuable because it's the most effort mm. uh, and that's happened um, I think the other thing too is uh, if you look at some of the I've just been you know clicking through uh, um, uh, the, the excellent tool at, uh, at uh, the miner the miners tool mm-hmm. and and I think the thing that's changed here is because of the haircut LT got um at least all the other commodities have risen to the point where you're not going to throw them away. You're not going to avoid them. Like if you get them in a mix, it's not quite at the point, I think, where you'd want to intentionally go for a portfolio of of mining uh, results, um, but it's getting there. Hmm. Um, the other thing I'd say is, yeah, to, to, to what uh, Kiwi brought up, uh, there's a gold rush right now on, on, uh, on Tritium. Um, the and I think we're going to talk about this perhaps uh, oh, yeah. in, why don't in, you lead in, us into it 
Go for it. Well, okay. So, so the the emergent, and I saw this come up in the chat. Who someone asked about, like, what's the other emergent? Let me look here. Who was it? Who uh, who brought that? Finnegan brought this up. Like, what's what's the emergent gameplay that's come up besides DSSA? Well, the thing that kind of caught us by surprise was there's a. This is speculation at this point. It's only a few data points, but it appears that there's an interplay between tritium uh, tritium prices and the BGA. So we found lots of systems where. For some reason, the price of tritium is drastically depressed. Oh, I can tell you why. It's the it's the system states. If you have one, I right. think it's we, there was a list. I forgot where it's like. Oh, find one that's in like famine or, or blight. This blight, yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I don't I don't know that anyone anticipated the range that we would see. So now we have uh, a whole slew. You go on EDDB, and kudos to those guys and gals for keeping that on track with this so quickly. We have systems that are. You know, selling it for two thousand now, which is it's even gotten more extreme since the last two days. Mm. It was four thousand a couple of days ago, two thousand, and now you can sell it in various <clears throat> places. Uh, the short list is like f- over four hundred thousand, um, and there's a longer list of like two hundred thousand or one hundred sixty thousand. Let me. You can go ahead. I, I was gonna say you could. I mean, the 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 short story here is you could sell a if you could find the correct demand uh, with that kind of a spread that's like 8 billion credits for a fleet carrier full of tritium mm-hmm. to sell it I mean if you if you take right. advantage of that arbitrage right. so that's amazing that, and that's totally fun and the other the other sort of emergent gameplay that's evolved is now you've got a pack of fleet carriers in a system and a lot of other people loading those fleet carriers because mm-hmm. the fleet carriers are setting up that price on the market to make it worth their time and then in the opposite system a lot of people unloading that fleet carrier to go sell it and they're going to get a slice of that price and the fleet carrier owner gets the you know whatever percentage of that arbitrage they set up between the the sell and the buy price let me make a supposition or or a hypothesis and and, and let me just urge you to listen carefully to this because I I have some confidence that this is the case. <clears throat> Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, <laughs> because you're going to see sort of that market to a massive extent dry up. You're going to see it normalize. You're going to see <clears throat> the highs come down. You're going to see the lows go up. And that I, there's a certain aspect of... They knew that everybody was going to have brand new carriers. They knew that those people were going to need to fuel them up. They did not want to hear a long list of complaints from everyone going, it's too hard. So they made a special going into business introductory sale of a massive amount. And they they totally messed with Tritium artificially to make it easy for us to start. That is going to normalize. And when it does that that market that opportunity that emergent gameplay is going to go away but other things will pop up in their place as you just said as as the the mineral sort of markets become a more sort of mature as other things you know we've got a new you know nanomed and as other things come into play you're going to see other things but just don't tritium is crazy stupid big money right now but it's short money so get it have fun with it guys and it's it's going away so get it right then 
I have this mental image of I don't know if it's Braben or someone else sort of steepling their fingers <clears> and doing a Mr. Burns watching this watching this emergent gameplay even if it's short lived they're like excellent, excellent. <laughs> like yeah. when was the last time this happened this is this is really really amazing for sure for sure Fee Grover yeah I I uh Real quick, and, and Grover, I'll, I'll give you the floor. But, uh, you know, my, my play, I, I agree with you guys. I, I, I think this is short-lived. Um, you know, f- frankly, though, you know, my, my perspective on, on sort of gold rush associated with tritium, um, I, I would say that it would be it would benefit folks like, like Grover because they are they are trying to, you know, get, get that, that credit um, pool that, that they really need. Uh, speaking personally, you know, having over a billion not only in my personal stock but also now deposited in my carrier, um, I you know credit credits are kind of a non-issue for me at this point. You know, granted, I, I could still build them up, but but I, I I'm really not focused on, you know, I I I'm at the end game spot from a credit perspective. So I, I, I really don't have a desire at this point to run off to, to the new brand or, or, or play this, this tritium, um, gold rush, because I, I've, I'm, I, I've got enough credits for rebuys. I've got enough credits to support my upkeep, um, beyond, you know, just a weekly kind of mission thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, but, but I could see that, that somebody, you know, like a Grover who, who wants to build up uh, a credit pool uh, to, to get a fleet carrier or build out their fleet uh, would want to take advantage of that. So I'm, I'm good. Right on. Yeah, I think if we look at any new player coming into the game and what they want to do, um, just having that there as an option just to level the playing field a little bit, I think is a good thing. Mm. Uh, we can go out and grind money, but uh, it may not have anything to do with your gameplay. So for me, yeah, I'm, it'd be nice to get a carrier. I'm not in any hurry. And actually with the changes in the uh, decommissioning of carriers, carriers are actually fairly risk-free in terms of getting it and deciding, actually, I don't really use it. I'll just trade it back in and get my money back. Fair, fair. All right, so moving on to the next point on the list here, we've got, there was a Galnet article that dropped on June the 9th with the fleet carrier patch. June the 9th, 3306, Vitadine Nanomed. Now, just to give you a little context, this is literally the wrap-up to a series of Galnet stories that started in January of 3305. So we are now 18 months later getting the end of that story and 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 just to kind of sum up the the story from january 12th of 3305 of 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 2019 the tldr version is there was this group they found like a a salvage ship that was wrecked from pranav antel's group their tech utopia and that, that group sold it to some scientist guys. Those scientist guys went in a lab and reverse engineered this nanomed and made like this super, super med that like this medicine fixes everything. It doesn't matter what it is. It fixes it. It's like something out of the Twilight Zone before you find out like, ah, it kills you. Uh, but it, it's like super, super stuff. And then there was like a whole legal battle where like Pranavantel's group of like tech utopian hippies sued and said like, you can't, you're violating our intellectual property rights or whatever. And so the end result is, I guess the judge ruled in favor of 
the uh, the Vitadine uh, Corporation, and they are now putting out these nanomeds. So <clears throat> this Galnet article, which dropped on the day of the fleet carrier patch, accompanied a brand new rare good that is sold in the Kumo uh, system. That that is this this super medicine, which will like <clears throat> be in high demand for for places that are in outbreak or, or you know whatever it, it fixes all ailments whatever it's it's kind of kind of a crazy big deal a it's the first galnet article in a long time like a long long time and b it's a new rare good which is you know always interesting and always like changes the dynamics and whatnot and it interacts in interesting ways with several system states and Here's the other thing that's a little weird. <clears throat> like, Frontier said, hey man, we're taking Galnet down. We're not going to mess with the fluff. We're only going to deal with actual, serious, important stuff that ties to the game directly. Well, you can say that this ties to the game directly in that it 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 is a sort of rare good. It is a special <clears throat> commodity, but normally when you would get something like this you would feel like okay there's a cg or an ii there's a, a community goal or an interstellar initiative just around the corner it's about they're about to kick it up and there's been some rumors there's been some things where people are like hey man i feel like we're we're gonna get one in a week or two we're gonna get one soon we're gonna, a month whatever they're, they're they're setting up the stage for this stuff um so what do you guys think yeah i i, I uh I gotta say, you know, Tuesday morning, th the first thing I noticed before I was even able to get to a system where I could buy a fleet carrier was the fact that there was new Galnet content. And and I said, you know what? The the night that, that Kai and Roy and I got on fleet, uh, Elite Week and, and Galactic Water Cooler and said, Frontier, you, you gotta bring this back. They, they actually listened. They, they, they brought the stories back. We we, we, we did our job, guys. We, we did what we Oh, that was us? Wow. That <laughs> exactly. wasn't, that wasn't the nine much. million other people <laughs> yeah, going. Come on. <laughs> virtual virtual <laughs> high five, guys. We did it. <laughs> virtual high five. Right Mission on. accomplished. Right on. Right on. All right. Roy, your 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 thoughts that uh, this is clearly all random. us. Yeah, so like I yeah, I, this is a bit random, but when I first saw that pop up, uh honestly the first thing that went through my mind, I, I didn't know all the backstory about this being a continuation from before and maybe it was something in the queue that they just pushed out, but honestly the first thing that jumped to my mind was Hmm, nanomedicines. Does that have something to do with space legs? Like, is this something that <laughs> enables? It, ena I don't know. It's a bit random, but. dude. No, actually, it's not random at all. Think it through. If in in all those FPS games and all those first-person shooter games, you get it's like, okay, I shot a thing. Oh, I broke a crate. What do I get? Okay, this one has ammo. Oh, this one has a new gun. Oh, this one's got the med pack. Yeah, the med pack cures all. Yeah, health potion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, that's yeah, a that's, that's a very that's my point. Yeah. Uh, what what do you think, Grover? What do you think about the nano med situation? Yeah, no, I, I saw it drop with the carrier um, drop, and I was more interested in that. To be honest, I thought, yeah, about time, and and I really do hope. Like, I that was one of my first thoughts that maybe a CG's around the corner, and I really do hope. Um, just for the sake of the community, because we've we've waited for a long time and and we've 
we've had our say about the the lack of Galnet now, and it'd just be nice to give the community something to to work towards or against, or just be part of. Right on, right on. Here's the other thing that I found super sort of weird about the the, the announcement. You know, Stephen Benedetti even went and posted on the forum saying, "Hey, this is confirming Galnet will still cover significant in-game events and news." And it occurred to me, are you saying that fleet carriers aren't significant? What the hell, man? Like, can, can, is I, yeah. is it is it is it just me or does somebody else feel like, you know? I think the newspaper should write a story about this this brewer corporation. I think they're going places. If if five, okay, let, let's do the math real quick. Just just let's actually do this because this is this will be fun. If and and we're just going to take the number as of in the morning. If fifty two hundred players spent, let's say you let's conservatively conservatively say they spent seven billion. Because if you you know really go hard at it and get all the stuffs <clears throat> let's see that's million so th- that would be um, 3.64 e to the 12th yo this number is so big there's letters involved okay uh, that's all the Brewer Corporation had a pretty good couple of fucking days and you would think that's a newspaper somewhere might say hey man these guys made some money this week, don't you think? Yeah, you know, Kai, I actually had a, a, a similar thought earlier today. Um, and, and it goes back to those individuals, not including myself, but those individuals like Drew, Rag, Drew Wagar, who have been involved in this game for a very long time and who have contributed to the lore piece of this for a very long time. Um, I'm curious to get their take on the introduction of fleet carriers into the story and and whether or not um, they feel like it is something that should ultimately be there and and kind of going back to, to what you're just talking about with bringing this all into galnet you know pulling the fleet carriers into the lore pulling the fleet carriers into the story and and start to talk about how again those those changes to the dynamic um, happen because of the fleet carriers now being present in the game and and granted this is the first week and things have to settle out but but it will be interesting to see um, whether or not they add those to the um, capabilities of of the Empire and the Federation and the Alliance um, and the independent um, you know groups themselves or or if they just kind of make it an element based on the pilots Federation uh, you know it, it I, I think going back to what you mentioned around Galnet and, and, and the overarching story within the game, um, it, it definitely does deserve to be built into that. Um, and and I, I agree with you. It, it, it should have been introduced um, or, or it should be introduced uh, soon. Hmm. Okay. I, I, have a, I have a question about this. Like, should, should the real-life things that pace... How game elements are added in be the be in lockstep with how lore elements roll out. Meaning, so the answer, sorry, I, I think the answer to that question is yes, and here's why it's not because you're using it. <laughs> 
it, 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 it's not because that's the way it's sort of optimal because you're trying to hype your whatever, but it's because that's how you explain the universe. The whole point of lore in a game. So there's there's two things. There's lore and narrative. And the difference is lore is just <clears throat> the facts that make the universe. And narrative is the story that you make with those facts. So in a way, sort of lore is your paints, your colors. And, and, and the narrative is the actual painting that you make with those colors and, and brush and whatever the tools. So you're saying, should lore match the steps of how things are coming out? Absolutely, yes, because the the things that they put in the game, whether it's a, a new ship, a new a new type of you know atmospheric landing, a new type of building, a new type of gameplay, a new type of mode, these are the paints that we use to make our stories in the universe. And then, so narrative should not fit the pace of what's coming out. Narrative should be a coherent story that's sort of crafted by people much smarter than me but lore absolutely should fit the stuff that's coming out because if it doesn't then that means you have an inconsistency there where you're retconning shit and you don't want to retcon shit you want uh, the stuff that let, let comes me, out to fit I, I mean I, I see what you're saying let me let me ask this in a different way okay um do we believe that in the if we were somehow teleported into the elite universe elite mm -hmm. universe and we were living there mm -hmm. but the fact that they had mega ships already would somehow preclude having um, privately owned ships of a similar class. So it's it's this idea that there's there's things that could be going on in the game that are completely supported by the level of the technology that's purported to be owned by different parties in the game. But the only reason we can't play it is because they haven't programmed it. I mean, similarly with even atmospheric landings, right? Or, or other things. Like there's, are we going to pretend that when we finally get water planet landings, that in the whole elite universe, no one has ever landed on a water planet until no, because someone programmed it? No, that's because not, that's, they, the, that's, the, no, that's the thing not, I'm getting at. Not is a, that's that's not, the disconnect I'm getting not, at. Not at all, because they already have that people live on planets. That they already have that right. people are on atmospheric landings. The way that the, the the way they explain that in lore, the story bit, is that <clears throat> sort of the people that live on those planets, like. They, they, they've gone through COVID. They've gone through weird sort of situations of like blights and this, that, and the other. And like, oh, you came here and brought the plague. Like you were the white guy that showed up at the Native American party and wiped everybody out with your cooties. So they were like, fuck you guys. You can't come to our rock no more. You come to the station and deliver your shit there where we're going to run it through all kinds of tests and whatever. And then we're going to make it sit there in quarantine for 90 days or, or two months or whatever. And then our crew that's on the back end that isn't the crew that's at the docks that deals with you, our back end crew are going to pull it out of quarantine and, and are going to take it down to the planet. So that's how they sort of explain it. And it is explained that way in the lore of, in fact, that's even a thing that's in the Dark Wheel novella where... Uh, Alex is like wistfully looking down at the planet Lay. Was it Lave or yeah, it was it was Lave? I think at the very beginning when they were taken off, and the dad was like, Jason was like, oh man, yeah, no, dude, I get it. You really want to go down there? You can't, man. It's super, super lockdown. If you work hard your whole life, 
You'll get one opportunity to go on a special permit and you have to go through quarantine and you have to get shots and you have to wait and then you have to blah, blah, blah. And he's remembering. He's like, I remember my one time down on the planet Lave. He's like, it was 12 years ago, but I remember like it was yesterday. It was amazing. So it's like, it's a super big deal. And, and that's sort of the lore explanation for, you know, whatever. So <clears throat> when we get to the point where we do atmospheric landings or whatever, I'm sure they'll put in some lore explanation of, hey, man, it's tied to these nanomeds that now we can go land on planets because these nanomeds fix all our cooties or, you know, mm. hey, man, there's some new whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah. They've already explained in game, in lore, in narrative. When they launched it, they the press release was like, "The Brewer Corporation is proud to announce we finally cracked this thing." You know, it wasn't safe before for a personal commander to have sort of you know control of whatever. There were only a few, a dozen of these ships or whatever, and they were military purposes. They were big, huge, super, super important stuff. But you know. Now we made it to where other people can buy it, but it's going to cost you a lot. Like, no, they've explained all of this. It's not, it's not fly by the seat of your pants. And it actually makes sense. If we got to the point, you know, I know I bring this up a lot. I'm a huge fan of The Expanse, but <clears throat> there's people, you know, in, in, in that show, The Expanse or whatever, it's like, uh, they're they're talking about like a, a lot of the belters or whatever they're talking about and they're like oh you think you're gonna get a permit you can't go to earth you can't whatever you know like and then even if you can you know if you get a special dip dispensation like Naomi Nagata got when she was like okay she was going back with Holden to see the family oh man I'm, you know what never mind I'm giving away stuff even if you get even if you get a permit which is a huge huge deal yeah no point taken I, I appreciate the explanation I didn't I didn't get that whether they were really leaning into that and making sure that there was a like because they could just have this universe happening around us mm -hmm. and as the game is developed we get to experience more and more of it or they could do as you're saying make it so that actually we are experience, experiencing everything that's available and it's opening up as they program it because of lore reasons. We are the belter loaders of the Elite Dangerous universe. People need our stuff but don't want us around. The people mm -hmm. that live on the planets at least. And they they will explain. I'm sure that they will explain it in lore when when we get to the point that that that's all sort of relevant. Yeah. So so the moral of the story is, and and this is what we talked about in the Deer Frontier episode, is is that we really want to make sure that we've got the tie-ins between Galnet stories and and actually what we are experiencing in the game, right? Yeah. Mm. And here's the thing. The fact, the fact that they put out this one, this nanomed thing, which is like, what? You're wrapping up a thing that started a year and a half ago? Man, I think it's literally what I'm praying, what I'm hoping, that this wasn't a one-off. This was, okay, we, we, we got to the point where it's like, okay, we've done the thing that we were doing with this project, and now we're ready to start putting a crew back onto Galnet. And what's the next thing in the pipeline? Oh, this was scheduled. Let's get it out there. I'm hoping... I'm hoping that, you know, it's June now. I'm hoping in July we get another one, you know, hoping we get a CG. I'm hoping things continue. So fingers crossed. Yeah. 
I, you know, I, I uh, in 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 my mind, I perceive a folder full of Word documents that that have these stories played out. And and yeah, somebody just opened that folder back up, and they started playing out those stories where we left off last year. So let's... and yeah, we had the Gal we had the Galconda, and and we got through that CG. And you know, I've got my badge. Um, for, for, for my ships, but but I I agree with you. I, I think you know it's nice to see that resources are back on on this piece of the game. I, I, I appreciate that. And again, high five, Kai. High five, Roy. We, we did our job. So let's on that note, let's move on to the next to the next item on the list here, which is the quote store wide livery sale. So Frontier put out a tweet and they said, and this is a direct quote, store-wide sale, all items are 33% off. And then end of tweet. And because of Twitter, they weren't able to say the next bit because they, they ran out of character. So they were, weren't were able to say, except for all fleet carrier items, which are not on sale at all. Oh, and except for anything else that is under a month old, which is not on sale at all. Oh, and except for all of these other many, many items on the store, whether it's a ship kit or a decal or not ship kit, rather paint job or decal or whatever, because there were many, many other things that did not go on sale. So on the one hand, Frontier, thank you very much for the 33% off sale. I appreciate it. On the other hand, I would like to point out without any malice or any, any, you know, I don't want to be shitty about it, but I would like to say, please start telling the truth. If you're going to say many things are on sale for 33% off, then, then, it, or if that's what you're going to do, then say that and we'll all be happy. But when you say everything is on sale and then there's a lot of things that aren't on sale, but you said everything is on sale, you piss a lot of people off in a very dumb way. It doesn't, it doesn't get you anything because it, it, just, it you're literally creating, you're, you're scoring a goal on yourself. Please don't do that yeah. anymore. I, I call this stealing defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, you, you literally, people are mad and you gave them 33% off. What you should try to aim for is people being happy that you gave them 33% off or people being neutral because you did nothing. But if you're giving away something for free, 33% on many items, and people are mad, I submit to you that there was a better way to go about that. Mm. Anybody, uh, Grover, you got any feelings on this? Anybody got feelings on this? No, I just I just think David Braben must be face palming at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All these little bits and pieces that are coming out. Yeah. Now it's still awesome. That's there's a lot of stuff on sale. It's not store wide on every item, clearly, but there's a lot of things. So please go and, and yeah, get got, them. Yeah, I got a couple of I got a couple of paint jobs. Yeah, um, and I got see see the point, mate. I've probably paid for all of the work on uh, all of the older stuff now, and um, it keeps uh, keeps the coffers moving for them. Yeah, but yeah, got a bit of a bit of a fail on that tweet. Yeah. Well. Okay. So let's just let's leave that at that and just just move on. I, I see again. 
I get accused of being, you know, a complete fanboy and I have no objectivity of Frontier. I have objectivity. When they screw up, I'll call them on it. But they do a lot of great things, so I also will call them on that and say, you know, the good things. And, and you know, what okay, you know, sale aside, one, one of the first things I did Tuesday morning before I even had a fleet carrier and before the update even dropped was I spent, and, and hold on to your hats, I spent 15 American dollars to, to buy an arc spec. And, you know, I mean, I, I know that's that that might not be cap- uh, feasible for, for some people, but but it's really not that big of a deal. And and that got me more than enough arcs to, to get me the the skin for my carrier, uh, the, the engine color for my carrier, the landing pad color for my carrier. Uh, and I think a, a couple other skins for some other things that were on sale. Um, it really wasn't that big of a deal, you know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, my, my, my family's still going to eat uh, this week uh, because of those fifteen dollars. It, it, you know, thirty, thirty-three percent. I understand is is definitely um, it helps, but but at the same time, an arcs pack is is really not that big of a of a spend. You know, I, I know I'm, agree. I'm I'm teetering on the the Pandora's box of of the whole, you know pay to win or, or however you want to call this this bullshit that people like to complain about with arcs packs and and how frontier is trying to pull money out of our pocket um but it's really not that big of a deal and, and, and it's a lot it, more it's a lot more onerous than other games honestly and i have to say this in in absolute defense of frontier because it's this is absolutely the truth anyone that ever says oh frontier arcs pay to win you're full of shit dude you're full of shit they've made it consistent you pay for cosmetics it doesn't make you any better you're just paying for ooh I want the pretty blue engines ooh I want the pew pews that are red and hey man that's awesome good for you keep up with that you guys are doing awesome I'm just saying in the future just say what you mean because so with so many things it's, it's it would be different if this was one thing but there have been multiple things you know hey we found in <clears throat> you know like the, the, they said oh uh you know the jumps are going to be uh of uh, what is it a thousand t- you know like the the it's going to cost uh, what a uh, thousand or a hundred thousand whatever credits and then oh yeah hundred thousand credits for a jump and then it cost seven hundred and fifty thousand and then people caught him and said hey it, you raised the price by oh sorry sorry that's a that's a glitch we're gonna move it down to a hundred thousand it'll be fixed today and then boop like two three hours later it got fixed to 150 it's like don't just just don't just don't if you're gonna say hey we're gonna fix it to 150 then fix it to 150 but just 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 do what you say you're gonna do that's 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 all it is um and, and let's let's not belabor that point. Let's move on. The next <clears throat> the next issue that we have up to talk about is Grover Kiwi's coming up expedition. Guys, I'm gonna introduce you a little more here to Grover. Grover, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, your background, and your idea for this cool expedition, and and just take a couple minutes. Oh, yeah, well, Kira. Um yeah, I live in Aotearoa, New Zealand, um, part Māori, part Samoan, part uh, European, and been playing Elite Dangerous since uh, back on the BBC in 83 when it first came out. I think I was 11, so um, 
have always been fascinated with this and recently in the last uh, number of years I've gotten more into understanding um, understanding the Maori culture side of my my heritage mm-hmm. and one of the big things that's come out in the normalization of or with the revitalization and normalization of Maori culture within New Zealand um, is the idea of the Maori New Year so Matariki is the um, heralds the new year in Maori culture uh, traditional Maori um, Maori life revolved around the lunar calendar as opposed to the Gregorian uh, solar calendar so Matariki changes its dates every year uh, but uh, coming up in mid-July will be the dawning of Matariki Matariki tr- translates to the eyes of the gods and it's nine stars in the Pallades system um, Matariki being the mother uh, and um, then the, her uh, eight children hmm. and um, when they came up in the um, to signify the new year that showed Māori people um, when to plant, what kind of uh, food to plant and what kind of winter they would have uh, so yeah it's a, it was just a chance to firstly for myself to go and visit those uh, nine stars and then uh, possibly take some people along and I got involved with the loose screws kind of crew mm-hmm. when they were doing the um, distance cruise loose screw expedition yeah mm-hmm. distance screws uh, had a great time with that and uh, Jay and Tracks, who put that all together, has helped me a little bit get this up and running. So, yeah, we're just uh, preparing and we'll be looking to kick off about the 13th of July. That's awesome. Jay and Tracks is awesome people. So, Matariki is is the 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 sort of the the harbinger of the 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 Maori New Year and that is coming up in July and to kick it all off you are organizing this is going to be an expedition but this is a mini expedition I don't know why my sorry hold on my phone is set to off but my iPad is ringing now so (laughs) we're going to go ahead and turn that off as well as people want to get on the expedition already yeah, but um, the, the lines are lighting up. So yeah, yeah, we're just like a telethon. Call, call well, in now. now. So, but, 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 so basically, this is going to be a mini expedition. You're setting it up through EDSM and doing the whole nine yards. But for those people that want to do this, it's going to be an expedition you can do in one day because it's literally just in the Pleiades. It's it's you can in one play session you can go for a couple hours, and you're going to do sort of a thing, kind of like a Drew Wagar lore tour kind of thing, but it's going to be. A, a sort of real life, right? Lore tour of this is Maori culture of, you know, this is the Matariki, this is this star, this is that star, and so it's the mother and the, and the eight childrens, I guess, for the nine stars total, and they're they are Akinar type stars, right? They're the real bright, bright white, bluish ones that that shine really bright in the sky, and and they are stars that you can for realsies see in the southern sky, in the southern hemisphere, in the night sky at certain times of the year. And and you're gonna do kind of a whole like so it's gonna be a cool thing where you're gonna have like a, a thing put together like a little you know here here's a video on 
this part of the culture. Here's a kind of cool story. Tell you a little bit about the mythology of, you know, here's the story of Matariki. Here's this, here's that. And then, you know, okay, now go, go do it. And you can celebrate the Maori New Year by going, spending a couple hours flying with some friends, hearing a cool story. I assume we're going to like all get together at Earth and then leave together and do a whole yeah. story. Have a whole little, it's, it, it's going to be like a cool little fun adventure thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've had people from, um, obviously, the States, um, Australia, uh, tapping shoulders with uh, other fellow Kiwis, um, even Estonia. So I'm, I'm possibly looking at doing two guided tours like in different times so we can, mm. people can join when they're able to. Uh, but, yeah, just a, there'll be a short period for the, uh, where the, uh, expedition will be active but because it's so short mm-hmm. um, you can do it in one night you can do it with a short range jump ship uh, and um, if people haven't gone on an expedition before if they're new if they're uh, even if they're um, they haven't uh, started their engineering journey mm-hmm. um, we can go and visit the Pleiades but we can also get the uh, get the materials to uh, unlock Felicity Farseer and uh, do all that um, hopefully bump into a Thargoid or two and survive and um, come back. Nice. And, and so, so, Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick, quick question for you, Grover, and and, uh, and I don't want to introduce any spoilers, so if, if you want to say no, I'm not going to tell you right now, that's okay. Um, but, but, you know, as part of the tour, have have frontier um actually made these pieces that you're going to visit within the tour um like are, are there maori elements of these systems and of these stars that 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 tie back to to that piece of of your mythology i mean are, are those elements actually in the game um not really because the only thing that was visible in the sky were the stars themselves um there's so there's created mythology around the explanation of each of the stars and each of the stars uh, is a person that also ties with uh, the mythology around um, the Māori creation story Hmm. so we can go deep I'm going to try and keep it uh, fairly light and and, and interesting so we go deep enough uh, for it to be interesting but not so deep that people get lost or Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and just to just to be able to view the stars from the point of view of a indigenous nation who, um, along with the rest of the Pacific people, uh, colonised the largest body of water in the world um, thousands of years ago, all by using the stars. So have a have a different, possibly different, or, or a, a special kind of relationship with the stars in the sky. Even little things um, to interest people that they may not know is that in the southern hemisphere, we see the same stars as the northern hemisphere, but they're up the other way. So um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, One thing I wanted to jump in um, as a somewhat amateur astronomer, just to point out, you can see these stars in the northern hemisphere. They're pretty low on the horizon this time of year. Um, They'll be higher in the horizon when we have our winter, uh, but they are part of the shared sky that we can see with the southern hemisphere there are obviously certain stars that you can only at the extremes that are only visible from the north and south but fortunately this is one you can you can see from both both sides yeah man 
And it's so, you know, it's we've got a month and, and Grover's going to get this together. He'll get us details and we will cover it. But it's going to be a fun thing. He's going to have some links in there. He's going to do a talk. It's going to be a guided tour. Um, you're going to have a couple opportunities to get in on it. And then <clears throat> I'm sure he will have, you know, the tour is going to be up on ADSM. So you could still do it even if you do it. If you're hearing this six months from now and you missed it, you could still do it. And I'm sure he'll put up a nice little video. He'll have a talk and, and maybe some links at the end for, hey, those people that want to dive deeper into the culture and, and, you know, here's a good book recommendation or here's this or here's that or, you know, here's a cool, you know, movie to check out or here's something else to kind of, it's, I, I think it's good to, A, the Pleiades are awesome. There's cool stuff. There's cool, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's what, Tegeta's daughter that has the, uh, or Titan's daughter that has, isn't that the one? I'm trying to remember. Is that the one where it's, it's, it's a hollowed out asteroid that it looks like one of the ones from, uh, kind of from, um, it, it looks like, what was that? The one, oh, I, I gotta be careful. It looks like Eros, you know, from, 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 from careful. the expanse. I'm being careful. Uh, it, 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 there's neat stuff to see there just as an elite pilot and then the fact that it ties into this cool uh, sort of creation myth that it's like I think there's a lot of people that know sort of the western culture's creation myths they know you know our stuff of of whether it be you know Christianity or, or you know the Romans or the Greeks or whatever but it's cool to see other cultures as well so it'll be a cool thing we'll have more information We'll let you know. I know I'm going to be there, so we're, we're let's let's yeah, let's look into it you. when it when it yeah. happens for sure. So let us yeah. know as soon as the setup is is done and we can start registering for it, uh, Grover, and we'll make sure that we shout it out on the show. Yeah, 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 Grover, you you had shared the link for the registration earlier. Do, do, do you want us to sure put it in chat? We post that in, put it in right the in uh, yeah that's absolutely yeah. absolutely put it in chat yeah. right now. It's it's all good. And so it's uh, just a um, tiny dot URL elite Matariki. So M A T A R I K I. All right. So beautiful. So everybody interested, sign up there. And like I said, we'll have more information as the time gets closer to it. And it's it's not a it's not a huge commitment. It's a couple hours. So you could everybody can everybody can go and do it. And even if it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be around that weekend, it'll I'm sure there'll be a video, there'll be a thing, you can go get it later, it'll it'll all be good. Go do it. It's fun. All right, <clears throat> so that brings us to turning the wheel. Tonight is a big night. This is the a big win for LFT nine two six tonight. In what two more hours, three more hours, whatever is going to be when it, they announce that we have won the election and the dark wheel will for the first time, maybe ever, but for sure in a long time, this will be the first time that the dark wheel controls a system. We went four and zero with uh, with uh, uh, LFT 926, and we're now we're gonna just keep pushing, pushing, pushing influence and and hit that expanse. We're gonna expand for the first time, and that will be awesome. There's a very very cool banner that is up for <clears throat> the in the Elite Week Discord that has uh, "Welcome to Meredith City." And it's like our flag. It's welcome to Meredith City, and then around it is the emblem of the Dark Wheel. So go check that out. It is awesome, awesome stuff. Also, for a mission support 
Uh, I have bought my carrier. My carrier, which you can see on screen right now, is called Elite Week-1, Elite Week-1, parentheses, TDW, The Dark Wheel, close parentheses. And uh, the actual ship registration ID number is K67-G2T. I bought it. I outfitted it with all the stuff. It's got a shipyard. It's got a module you know thing it's got universal cartographics although it's best the only reason why you would use universal cartographics if you're like man i need to sell this right now because i'm about to go do a dicey combat mission in general it's better for you to travel to a system that we own for example in three hours it's going to be merida city and sell your universal cartographics there to bump up our our uh, the dark wheels uh, um, influence with that but it, it, it's there in case you need it for emergency purposes then you can use it but it's got all of the stuff and everywhere that we're going where we're focusing on like oh we're moving from LFT 926 now we're moving to 322 or now we're moving to this system or that system we're, we're jumping into lave the ship will go with so you can bring you can use the shipyard and ship over four or five of your ships to say like man i got my dedicated hauler i got my dedicated uh uh miner i got my dedicated mission runner medium i got my dedicated large combat ship I've, you know i've got this that and the other they're all here it's all gonna jump with and you don't have to keep paying to transfer week after week okay we're going here now okay we're going there now it's all gonna be it's and the tariffs are set permanently at zero i'm not charging anything for anybody i'm losing money on this i don't care the whole purpose of this is to support the project so look for it it's elite week dash one tdw bookmark it and then you have it you can <clears throat> you know you can you can just see where we're at and and, and it will be close by now you know we're going to end up eventually expanding into medium systems where you know that doesn't have a large landing pad in which case it will be good for you to have a large ship available so if you want to take it into a hazres you can take your vet or you want to you know whatever you can take this or that but um yeah it's going to be there for everyone it's fully fully kitted the only thing i did not put on it i didn't put a black market because i don't care about that we're not i'm not doing that and i didn't put a redemption office because we want you to redeem your bonds and stuff at the offices where you know where we can get actual credit for it not on the fleet carrier okay um that is that um we've got oh it has refuel it has repair it has rearm it has all of that um guys why don't you cover for a minute or two i've got one thing i got to do real quick and talk about the the dark wheel talk about what's going on with that and i will be right back i just want to thank everyone that has contributed so much it's uh a real treasure to see this vision starting to become a reality it's uh Amazing how many people have have lent their efforts to this, and how quickly it's how quickly it's happening. I mean, there's maybe some hard road ahead, but uh, wow, it's great to see this uh, this early effort paying off. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that, Roy. You know, I think uh, before the fleet carriers dropped, there was certainly, I mean, the. I don't remember if we touched on it when we spoke last about this, but you know, just and and maybe we did. You know, the the sheer numbers of of folks that have stepped into the Elite Week Discord, 
to um, you know talk about what's going on with um, th this entire effort and you know just really contributing to the effort and seeing what they can do and, and getting into the lore and, and participating in that entire effort I, I, I think is is good to see and, and you know now that the fleet carriers have dropped I'm, I'm also interested to see how people are going to take that new dynamic you know uh, Kai, Kai has now got this this carrier that he's using um, to support the effort um, but, but you know, if, if people are also going to use perhaps their own carriers or, or you know, some other piece of this new dynamic with the carriers in game um, to, to drive the effort. I know I, I've, I've been kind of listening and, and watching the forums to see how BGS has been influenced, <laughs> whether it's due to the bugs that are because of the game update or, or what have you. Um, there's certainly been some, some adjustments, I'll call them, um, that have happened. Um, so, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how this entire effort plays out. Uh, I know we may, Kai, it sounds like you're back. I, uh, I, I, I know we may get to some other elements of how perhaps BGS has been um, manipulated by the uh, fleet carriers. Well, there's a, there's been a lot of things that have happened. Let's talk about, though, yeah. something that happened today. This is the hot, hot news. And I didn't want to lead with it because I wanted to kind of put the focus on every last piece as we went along. But we've come to it, so let's hit it hard. Here is the hot news. Uh, it would appear that Frontier sort of had a unfortunate situation maybe there was a code issue maybe someone screwed something up maybe whatever but <clears throat> here's the long and short of it you can get information within 20 light years of you if you're at a cartographic uh setup if a cartographic sort of office unless they did something specifically to lock it down and they specifically made sure that they crafted when they crafted all of these permit lock systems they crafted it such that <clears throat> it, it wouldn't be a problem everything was kosher they didn't seem to have taken into account the fact that they just added movable stations with cartographic offices to the game three days ago and as a result Today, a guy posted on the Reddit, Hey, here's a cool thing. I went and parked next to Polaris, you know, eight light years away from Polaris, and then just went to my cartographic office and boom, I got a map of Polaris. Isn't that cool? I went to this system and boom, I got a, I got a, a map of that place. I went to this system, boom, I got a map of that place. Long and short of it is, he posted maps up of all kinds of permit lock systems. It, it, it's crazy. And let me just uh, show you here, you know, what we're, what we're talking about here. Like, here is the map of Polaris, which is uh, a little nuts. This is not something that we are supposed to have or see or whatever but 
This was, yeah, to, to my knowledge, this was not a hack. I want to make, be very, very clear so that nobody is, is, is confused. This was not a hack. This is a guy, or, or at least he claims it was not a hack. This is a guy who claims that he went in the game without any extra add-ons or programs or whatever. He went in the game. He went to a place that he's legally allowed to, allowed to be. He used his fleet carrier and the cartographics office that is contained in there, also completely legal. And then, boom, he found stuff that somebody somewhere should have locked down so he didn't find. And uh, <clears throat> as a result of that, all kinds of information is out. Now, some people have said, like, oh, I don't believe this. This is bullshit. This is whatever. I know multiple people have, who have jumped their fleet carrier. My fleet carrier is in LFT-926 doing what it's supposed to do, supporting the Dark Wheel mission. But multiple people that I know have gone and taken pictures of different permit-locked systems and shown like, hey, I did it too. This is cool. Lots of people are doing it online. It's... <sighs> it, 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 it's super, super interesting. Um, and there's some weirdness, there's some, some oddities, one of which, and I'm going to warn people now, if you're like, I don't want to know, stop listening now, turn it off. This is not for you. But one of the interesting things is <clears throat> he posted pictures of LFT 509 and LFT 509 is a system that nobody really gave a damn about, you know? Uh, two days ago, three days ago, it was a one of the many, many lists of permit lock system. But unlike Polaris, that has a story that people are like, "Oh, I want to know what's in there." That's me. I was like, oh, "I want Polaris." Now, if you were to tell me, "Hey, man, you can unlock one permit, Polaris or LFT five hundred nine," I'll take LFT five hundred nine because I think, based off of the explanation that the guy gave in the Reddit thread, and a copy of which will be in the show notes, I think that he made a pretty conclusive argument that LFT 509 is the home of the dark wheel because LFT 509 with that map that he showed a it has a gas giant with a ring there are eight moons that are in orbit of of the gas giant one of which is a sub moon it's seven moons and then a moon of a moon but technically still those are eight bodies that are all moving in orbit of the, the larger body, which is the gas giant, the ring gas giant, which is the explanation for the dark wheel. They say, oh, that's in the lore. That's where their, their, their base is. That's half of it. And, and you, you might rightly say, man, there's lots of planets that have, you know, uh, that setup. There's tons of planets that have a ringed gas giant with eight moons. You're right. Here's what those other ones don't have, though. <clears throat> this system, LFT 509, has no population. There's nobody there. But it has a government, which is a democracy, which, by the way, is the same government that the Dark Wheel faction is. And it has an economy, which it shouldn't do. So, yeah, that's weird. Between the fact that it's a permit lock system and the gas giant, that it fits that that thing and the fact that it very clearly has a hidden station of some sort there in that system that that we're not hearing about 
you put those three facts together and it looks pretty good pretty conclusive pretty pretty at the at the very least let's put it this way until i get some piece of information that says that it's not there or some piece of information that says that there's a more compelling reason to look somewhere else man that that to me really really sort of says hey look at this you're going to be seeing over the next week or two lots of pictures by lots of people of lots of like oh i took this i took that i would not be at all shocked if because I know for a fact that Frontier is aware of this I would not be at all shocked if at some point in the next 12 hours this was fixed but pictures are going to be coming out that people took you know three hours ago four hours ago six hours ago an hour from now before it gets fixed pictures are going to be coming out that oh yeah, yeah I took this one in the first two hours but uh, I didn't share it oh here it is they're going to be coming out and people are going to see them and it's going to be a lot of stuff, man. Polaris, you know, spoiler alert, Polaris overlook was there. It, it, you know, the, the, the mega ship that, that, uh, <clears throat> the, the black flight squadron is, is, is based out of was there. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of interesting things. Now I will point out, that LFT 509, we don't know how to get the permit for. There's a very cool project going on right now called Turning the Wheel, in which uh, some some handsome debonair gentlemen and and lovely ladies are working to address that. And maybe this is a way to do it, and maybe it's not. I will also say, all kidding aside, um, we're going to have some talks, some meetings in the BGS planning group for for this project <clears throat> and we're definitely going to keep our first target as moving towards Seoul but there's 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 a possibility that phase two might be you know redirected instead of going to lave for phase two maybe make lave phase three and have phase two be um lft 509 because there's the it'd be cool grow it towards that way it's only 70 light years away it's not that bad I think, uh, yeah, it could be could be a good time. Guys, what are your thoughts on this? I, uh, I'm, I'm having a flashback to all the hundreds of <laughs> systems in my exploration travels, and I don't think I'm alone here, where I went out of my way to scan the eighth moon of a gas giant, even oh, yeah. when there was zero value. <laughs> I did that many, many times. Oh my goodness! Like hmm. it, it kind of bugs me a bit that that was a permit lock system, that that wasn't available for exploration. Well, I Same. mean, I, I I will say that um, first off, we're not saying that this is Raxla. We're saying that this is the, the no, the, theory, even if this is dark this wheel. Is the dark yeah, wheel. It's, yeah, it's dark wheel. It's a, totally. I knew that. It wasn't like I was no. searching these eighth moons, thinking it was Raxla. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was another step on the journey, and it mm -hmm. to, to just it's uh, it kind of bugs me a bit that it was closed. Uh, see, us. For me, I look at it from the standpoint of that was my whole supposition. My whole supposition on this turning the wheel project is it's close to us we have to figure out a way to open it so if it's close to us because we haven't figured out how to turn the key yet and to open it then shame on us that's not that's not frontier's fault that's us we need to get with it get our shit in gear and get it moving 
if it's locked because they haven't given us the lock yet and they're like oh well in three years when we come out with the update that has this content we will give you the key then it's shame on them uh, that's how i feel fee yeah you know i my, my perspective with my tinfoil hat on is uh you know that they're I, I don't know. Just thinking about this whole thing, and and you know, the, I, I think in beta one there was no cartographic data in in the fleet carrier, right? That that it just wasn't a thing, and and the community said, "I want to have it. I want to have it." So they said, "Okay, we'll, we'll put it in there," and and then they added it, right? It was it was in beta two? I, I didn't play the, the the fleet carriers in the betas, so so correct me if I'm wrong. It was, yeah, it was yeah. in two. Okay, so so I you know I I'm I, I I'm starting to think from a from a frontier perspective that either there was an oversight there or somebody whether it was it was mr braben or otherwise said you know what let's just throw them a bone and and let them figure this out hmm. um or, or let them see if they find it and and just like it, it took less than a week for us to find a triple uh potentially quadruple ltd uh hotspot uh, you know, post Baran with with the new launch, we've we've already taken advantage or exploited the fleet carriers to now find uh, the dark wheel lurking within our our, our bubble. Um, so so I think you know I, I, I'm I'm not really reading too much into the lore aspect of it or or, or to what we could be you know um, tripping upon because we now have this capability. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really just thinking about from a frontier perspective whether or not they inadvertently showed their hand and it very much was an accident or it was something that somebody conscientiously behind the scenes said you know what it's time it's been five years or it's been 35 years let's 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 let this play out and let's let's see what happens i'm I'm, uh i'm curious to see how this how this whole thing plays out okay yeah i I mean that's an interesting way to go that it you know that it that it could be you know them throwing us a bomb that's 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 an interesting possibility yeah because because if you think about it like like tie it tie it back to galnet coming back right so so galen is going to come back and we're going to start to see some stories play out right you know we, we talked before tuesday we spent weeks months talking about what was going to happen when the fleet carriers dropped we talked about the thargoids we talked about how that is going to change what is going to happen i, I think we are on the precipice of a lot of change in in the game and 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 they haven't really released it all yet you know again we're just getting started here um but but i think there's a lot of different elements a lot of different aspects of the game that um may play out here and 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 maybe it was not an accident that that you can now (laughs) see these things and and maybe maybe some things are going to play out and and so i'm I'm trying to be open-minded i guess and and just see what happens you are absolutely right it is one of the possibilities i think there's a much higher probability that either a someone screwed up or b they actually said, hey, man, we got to block this. And they did what they were supposed to, but the code screwed them. Sometimes there's weird, you know, one comma in the wrong place, and that code just didn't compile or didn't whatever. And as a result, we get this. Yeah, no, I, I get that, you know, but but again, putting my tinfoil hat on, you know, I, when you guys were talking through this, hmm. is everybody familiar with the concept of, of a black door oh, yeah. and, and what that is? Okay. Have, have we ever found a black door? Not yet. Okay, and 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 a black dwarf 
would be pretty what if we found it in a system it would be pretty dark right and 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 what if what if that black dwarf happened to have a certain amount of moons around it um so so i was just you know i, I was i was kind of going down the rabbit hole of, of <laughs> you know what what could actually be out there and, and thinking through um some things that we haven't found you know going back to that statement that mm. that that somebody said where you know this is how you're supposed to be playing the game and you're not playing it right yet um you know just just kind of stepping outside the box and, and thinking about these possibilities so i, th I think again we're, we are all going back into our imaginations and and taking the facts that we know and interpreting them in our own little way um it's 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 just interesting to see how it's going to play out right on i i think there's a much higher likelihood that it was a screw-up but i i i dig it I appreciate your keeping this the hope alive that it's down to a master plan by Frontier, and we shall see. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta shoot, but I just wanted to say, uh, firstly, thanks for having me on. No worries. And and I just think I'm I'm wondering with this kind of uh, discovery mm -hmm. because we've got players right across the board that are pushing in all different areas and they're, they're trying to find things and combined with the efforts um, from Elite Week to, to push the Dark Wheel to the fore um, whether it's going to be provide some perfect kind of timing or something for something different to happen or hmm. so, could, could be man there's exciting these are exciting and interesting times between you know the Odyssey stuff the Fleet Carrier stuff these other things, the, the dark wheel. There's there's a lot going on in this game, and and we're gonna get to some of some of the, the that and when we talk about the state of the game and the wrap up. Um, real quick, so have a great night, Grover, and we'll we'll talk to you soon, and we'll have more information on your thing, your 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 expedition. Um, real quick, I just want to hit a couple of announcements on here. Number one, tomorrow pc gamer is doing they were supposed to do it's june 13th at 11 a.m pacific so it's coming up uh 11 a.m pacific is like what 2 p.m uh eastern so it's coming up in like 14 hours there's a pc gamer virtual game show there was supposed to be a game show frontier was going to be there but because of covid it's now a virtual game show you can get it at twitch.com forward slash pc gamer or youtube.com forward slash pc gamer uh, I think maybe that's when the Frontier... I think maybe that's when the, the Odyssey trailer that we saw was supposed to launch. And maybe, maybe, maybe they've mm. decided to put some other nugget of information because they're going to be part of that. And they're supposed to have, I think, something to show. Maybe they'll show something. So I know I will be checking tomorrow. And I, I think it's just a good thing for some people that follow... Uh, um, Elite Dangerous to put on their calendar and see 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 what what the community team sort of does there or shows there or whatever. Maybe it'll be something cool. Um, and I want to big give a huge huge 07 everyone to Commander Mgram in the chat. Uh, he just put out the new AXI website, which is www anti-xeno initiative all spelled out no spaces you know anti-xeno initiative.com so that is a 
huge, huge accomplishment. If you haven't seen it yet, that is a massive, massive repository of all kinds of AX knowledge. So congratulations, Commander Mgram, on a massive job. Well done. And everyone, go to antizenoinitiative.com and bookmark it for all your AX needs. <clears throat> the Gnosis is going to be retiring. It's going to be a shuttle bus now. Everybody who's interested, go to Canon and check out their, you know, go to their website, go to their Discord, check out the information they have posted. It's going to be a shuttle bus. It's going to be traveling over a series of weeks to hit some of like the big, super uh, important places in Canon's history of like, oh, this was, you know, this Thargoid site. Oh, this was this this uh uh you know lagrange cloud this was this this was that i love the way british people say they don't say lagrange cloud they say lagrange cloud like they're french or something i don't know why i don't like the french but i do like lagrange cloud all right <laughs> let's see here um so that'll be an awesome thing Big, big shout out, big salute to all of Canon Interstellar and the crew who worked the Gnosis tirelessly for, for, for a good chunk of time there and did all kinds of cool experiments and, you know, the, the Gnosis debacle, the Cone Sector debacle, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of stories there. There's a lot of cool history of Canon. If you're just coming to this late and you don't know, go to the wiki and check out the, the Gnosis. Um, check out Commander Avasa just put out a very, very cool uh, AXI debrief like two days ago or yesterday. It's, it's blurring together at this point that had... Uh, both uh, information on that AXI website and uh, uh, information with the wiki and the link on that Gnosis retirement. Um, it's good, good stuff. And one last thing. Uh, I, I, oh, well, actually, we'll get that to that in State of the Game. Um, I have a thought on Odyssey real quick, and I just want to throw it out there for two seconds and then, you know, whatever. Here's my thought on Odyssey. Could settlements, outposts, social hubs, whatever that nebulous, undefined thing is could that be some variation of base building i mean let's look at the facts number one base building was in the leak and number two the arc store even the metadata on the arc store from january had like specifically had like you know livery options for your buildings and i'm thinking to myself what if they frontier had sort of the idea of like hey we're gonna do base building and then for whatever reason programming game wise whatever it's like oh this doesn't work or oh we got a better idea we can pivot here we can do this what if base building like player base building is never coming but group-based building is. What if it's going to be possible for a squadron or a player faction uh, or, or, or a group or whatever to sort of, like, do something modular or, like, upgrade? Like, hey, man, AXI has this station, has this base, or, man, you know, Loose Screws has this base, or, or, or Hutton Truckers have this installation on this ground blah 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 if they can do certain amount of uh, of trading or certain amount of missions or certain amount of something they can like trigger some or you do this many ground missions or you do this much whatever and you trigger some upgrade and then 
it, 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 like, oh, now your base is bigger. Now your base is whatever. And what if... I don't know how this works being... Arc, let's take the arcs idea out of it because that's tied more to personal ownership. So, eh, I don't see how that works. But, you know, what if there's just a thing where it's like you can, you know, sort sort of build your base through the process of, of, of leveling it up through this. They talk about alliances or allegiances and like, you know, coordinated group play and group things, well, you know. What if there's a thing we could do there? What do you guys think? Hop in, Roy. Hop in. Um, it's an interesting theory. I, the first thing that comes to mind for me would be, what if it's an extension of EGS, where you can already add ships, modules, some enhancement to service to stations that mm -hmm. you, you own? I, it, I mean, if they wanted to extend existing mechanics uh, they could make these uh, social spaces or bases have things that you could enhance by owning them and driving the same metrics that you use currently in BGS that, mm -hmm. that could be one path yeah sure so it's the exact same thing we're talking about where you already can expand a station that you own the services available but this would be more of it you can expand something you can actually see you see the building get bigger you see the the design become more whatever you see a, a new helicopter pad put in or a new this or a new that or whatever a new road or a new something what do you think mm -hmm. Faye? yeah i i uh you know just just using the the techniques and the methods that that they have in place today um, if, if you think about the way that we shop for ships, right? You, you've got you've got twenty different ships. I don't know that real number, but I just spitball that. Um, you, you've got twenty different ships that have different capabilities, where, where it's certain variables of, of whether it's your your you know type uh, your your sixes and your sevens and your eights and your fives and your fours and your threes are, are set up in, in in different configurations, and 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 so. I would perceive that that if we are going to get some kind of capability in building a base on a surface of a planet, um, it would be something similar to that, where you would have modules that would support different capabilities and different configurations. And so kind of like what we were talking about earlier, right? With with the fleet carriers, where when we saw that first trailer and, and we thought that, okay, a mining, a mining fleet carrier is going to have this sort of configuration and, and you're going to have this kind of capability and a combat will have this and trading will have that um i, I would i would perceive that that a base um building dynamic will actually utilize a similar approach um and and then you'll basically just be able to you know purchase i, I i'm i'm kind of struggling with the upgrade piece i i, I don't know may, maybe they introduce some kind of engineering and 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 now you're able to engineer your base um in into a particular configuration that you decided to purchase um to augment that that base configuration i i i would see that they would align with with the way that they've done it with ships mm. um with bases yeah i mean maybe right that's all of this is just pure 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 speculation so we don't have details we don't have information hopefully when we get it we'll, we'll have more 
this is just a flight of fancy. So I'm not suggesting like, hey, this is the thing that's going to happen. This was just a what if thought. This is just a thought that struck me. We will get more information. And when we do, we'll, we'll, we'll better be able to answer or speculate on all this stuff. But it was just a thought that I wanted to put out there and see if it resonated, see what people thought and see, see what comes back to us. So let's, let's move on to the wrap up. Before we wrap up and do the state of the game, I want to say something. <clears throat> Everyone who's watching right now, all the people that are watching live, if you could hit that thumbs up, that would be awesome. Subscribe to the channel, yeah, all the things. I don't know, you're supposed to tell people to do all this stuff because, I don't know, it makes people see it more, it shares it more, it gets people involved. Join the Discord. Um, if you're listening to this on the YouTube, or sorry, on the, on the podcast, <clears throat> please give it a like. Hit the five stars, whatever, write a review, do all of the things so we can spread it so more people see it and hopefully, you know, whatever. We, 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 we expand the conversations that we have on these these interesting, cool subjects for people who who love Elite. Yeah, I mean, don't don't forget, this, this stream comes with a set of unique features that you will not get from, from other streams, from other content creators. We have a, a very... Um, unique approach where we, we like to spend the first like 10, 30, 45, 60, oh, 90 Jesus. minutes just trying to get our shit together and, and really just bringing the community in to, to, to join in that. Yeah, so, you get to you know, the echoes. It's like a exact, psychedelic simulation. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's there's, there's mm-hmm. a benefit to, to, to everybody supporting this stream that, that you don't get with other streams. So so make sure you do that. Alright, we're gonna... I'm, I'm saving my watches because the bullshit's getting deep in here, so we're gonna go ahead and we're, we're gonna move on on. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So now it's time to wrap up with state of the game. State of the game is where we just throw in all of the odds and ends and pots and pans and get the stuff. So I'm going to real quick run through my state of the game and, and you guys hop in at any point. Um, you know, first thing I got to throw this out there. Very first thing, huge salute to a monster in the game, a absolute total legend, gluttony fang the founder of the AXI. He has put himself on inactive duty. He's he's retired from active duty right now. Uh, he's still in the reserves. He can still get called up at any point, but I think he's got some IRL stuff that he's sort of focusing on and working on. And uh, <clears throat> I know that the guys at AXI, uh, one and all, look up to him and love him and, and want to see sort of you know him come back at some point when he's ready when his 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 life situation is is such that uh you know he's able to do that but a legend in the game and 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 just big 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 07 big salute guys let's let's throw him a salute for that yeah big 07 absolutely right on now i'm going to i'm going to this one here this one's a little different because i i don't know gluttony fang and f- from what i've heard indirectly you know, he's moving on for life situations that he's addressing and whatever, and, and, and that's awesome. He's doing his thing and whatever. There's another player, we're gonna call him Player X. I, I wanna re- I wanna respect his his wishes to not make a stink and to not be singled out and whatever, so we're gonna call him Player X. Player X recently retired. He quit quit a lot of discords <clears throat> and and quit the game, and he is a, a I wouldn't say quit the game. He's a very, very, very 
key person in the community. He is very well known and he is very much beloved and 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 I talked to him. I talked to Player X directly and was like, dude, is everything alright? What's going on? And he said flat out, I feel like I just got kicked in the balls with this whole VR thing. And uh, I don't want to hear all the great news from everybody else of the things that they're speculating they're going to get when I'm feeling betrayed. I feel like Frontier gave me a big fuck you. And so I didn't want to pitch a fit. I didn't want to make a a noise. I don't want to try to make a spectacle. But I'm just going to peace out. I'm going to be around from time to time just tooling around in game. And I'll hit you up. But I just can't I can't be a part of the discords and see all the updates and all the news and everybody speculating like they're ready for Christmas when I'm just feeling so betrayed. And this is not unique. This is a thing that I have heard from multiple VR player commanders uh, that they're not not all of them have taken it as far as him, but many of them have taken it to the point of. You know, they're looking and they're, hey, have you heard anything good about this game? Ah, that one's shit. Okay. What about this one? Oh, maybe. Let's look into it. Oh, okay. Oh, I hear this one's coming six months from now. Oh, let's look into this. They're, they're starting to look. And this is a weird, there's a Chinese curse that says, you know, may you live in interesting times. This is very, very interesting times for Elite because in a way, what was that other book? It was the best of times. It was the Tale of Two Cities, right? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I feel like that we're in a very Tale of Two Cities sort of juncture of Elite Dangerous where it is very possible that this could go very, very well. And it is also possible that this could go very, very poorly. And it's, it's, I, I really, I think they need to watch their step, especially on this VR thing. And I'm not, I'm not saying this as a VR commander who is like, man, I'm arguing for my thing. I do not use VR. I don't own it. My, my computer is a little bit of a potato. I don't think it would work well with it. So from a purely selfish standpoint, it's better for me, Kai, if they say, screw VR, we're not putting any work into it at all, and they just give me stuff that I can use. And yet, I'm still saying, as a from a purely selfless standpoint, dude, put, if you can, if you can, put the time in, cover it halfway, make it to where, you know, the parts where you're in the cockpit, and you're in the uh, um, the parts where you're in the cockpit and the parts where you're in the, uh, you know, SRV seat behind the wheels, the seated bits, make those VR compatible even for the new stuff because if you don't, man, you're going to turn people away. And I it breaks my heart to see good people who love this game, who are OG, like... They, they have been the like the, 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 the people that are going, you know, have you heard the good word of Elite Dangerous? These are the guys that have been your missionaries that have been pulling other people into this game. You, you don't want to lose those that, that, that group, man. You don't want to lose that team. Um, <clears throat> it, it, I don't know how they go about doing that. I don't know if it's a matter of, um, you know... I don't know if it's just do the seated bits or if it's uh, 
you know, do some kind of, you know, I, I get it that you can't always like, you can't always make stuff work out that way as far as, um, you know, it's like, man, we want to do it. We just can't do it right. And we don't want people to have a bad product and be mad. So we're not going to do it. Like, okay, I just, oh man, I, I, it just, it this really, this whole thing <clears throat> is just really, really rough when I see people like the person that I saw, you know, say, I'm going to peace out. It's like, oh, that's rough. Um, and yet, at the same time, you know, that was the worst of times. Now let's get to the best of times. Let's look at the fact that you've got such innovation going on right now. Let's look at just, if nothing else, let's look at this. This was posted on Reddit a couple hours ago uh, for under the state of the game. At, at the same time that we had all that negativity that I just said that's going on where people are starting to look this way and that way and whatever. Elite just broke a record for concurrent users that's four and a half years old. It's a four and a half year old record, uh, concurrent online users on Steam. It's the highest number of Steam users online at once since November of 2015. That is massive. There's, there's fleet carriers are taking off. There's new stuff that's happening. People are getting into BGS projects like turning the wheel and other things. Um, they're, People are there's a lot of people that are super excited by what they're seeing in Odyssey and are and, and, and I'm one of them. You know, you've got people like dude, this this fan art is is just sexy AF, man. This fan art, uh, it's a woman, uh, she's like a tech, she's fixing equipment on an ice planet. It was made by at commander underscore Fosdyke. I'm going to spell that. F-O-S-D-Y-K-E. Go to Twitter and check out Commander underscore Fosdyke. Um, this, it's the thumbnail for this video because I wanted to spread it out there so people can see it. Go to Twitter, uh, follow this guy, click through, go through his stuff. He has posted all kinds of amazing uh, uh, pictures of of just just great elite fan art uh, awesome stuff to this to the point it's so good that people are like hey man was this put up by the company is this part of a press release it's it's that good it, it, it has sort of moved past the fan art stage so that's 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 my read on the state of the game man it, it, it is the best of times it is the worst of times I am super excited for the possibilities of what we have in front of us and I'm super scared and saying, man, Frontier, do not make a misstep here that's gonna cost you. I really, really, it, it would break my heart if we lose some of the key people. I don't care if you add in 50 new people, if you lose, you know, if you add in 50 new people and lose 15 of these key sort of people that are in these positions that really make the game like hold together so well, I'll still be brokenhearted. Fee, why don't you give me your your state of the game? You're feeling on all of that that I just said and anything else that I missed. Yeah, geez, holy crap. Um, I, I guess uh, you know my, my take on the whole VR piece and and uh, really just thinking about all of that. Um, you know, I I'll say the same thing I said when we talked about this last. It, it's early, right? There, there's there's more to come. Mm -hmm. uh, statements that that have that have been released from Frontier have said at launch. 
these things will not be in place. Mm-hmm. That, that again, I'm going to be the optimist. I'm going to say that doesn't mean that they're not ever going to be there. Um, and, and now the other piece of me says, when, when somebody says, if you're going to play a game in VR, what game do you play? Um, a lot of those people will say you've got to you've got to play Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous is the EVR game, mm-hmm. and and so with that being said, even post Odyssey launch, getting into your spaceship with your VR headset on is still going to be an experience. It's still going to be a capability, regardless of Elite Feet, regardless of having a blaster, and and running across the surface of a planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, I, I, personally, I, I have not played VR yet. Um, I am on the perpetual mailing list for uh, Rift uh, to get a notification when, when the S is available again. Uh, so I do want to get uh, uh, VR and, and be able to fly my spaceship with the headset on. I'm really not butthurt at all at this point because Odyssey is not going to have the capability because, again, right now, I, I, I just don't have anything to relate to. Um, but I am looking forward to being able to fly a spaceship. So, personally, I'm 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 good with the way things are right now, and and I'm open minded that that frontier, once the technology matures, and 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 maybe that's a big piece of it. You know, may, maybe maybe they don't want to build it into the game at launch because they're looking at the way that it's done today, um, and and what maybe they as a as a game development company are capable of today, and and they don't want to disappoint their player community by doing it wrong so what they want to do is they want to wait for their capability to mature they want to wait for their technology to mature so that they can give us the experience that we deserve and and so coming up with a public statement that says we we will not provide this at launch is the best that they can do right now with the hypothetical potential that they will give it to us in the future once they have that capability and that maturity okay and uh, Roy? Well, uh, to thread on a couple of the things you've both said, um, I think some of the highlights right now in the game, uh, I mean, personally for me, I'm totally enjoying the the scrum, the, the, the gold rush, whatever you want to call it, the, the mm. bit of the mass chaos that's going on right now in a good way as the economic systems as logistic systems as the emergent gameplay is is sort of evolving from this froth of 5,000 fleet carriers being poured into the game I think that's awesome um, it's it's uh, it's making uh, things that maybe would have been mundane seem exciting you know having a bunch of friends help load your fleet carrier with tritium if you tried to do something like that six months ago and said oh let's all get together and haul I don't know, insert commodity here, from this station to that station, you pretty you would have got a lot of groans. And and but for some reason, loading up a fleet carrier is exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was fun and it was just there was lots of stuff going on and everyone's playing it open and you're wondering what's gonna happen. Uh, so that that's thrilling and that's gonna go on for a while. Um, so that's that's great. I, I love that that's working. Um, I I've been reflecting a lot on the you know, for the other side of the coin, that this whole VR thing, and um, the thing—the thing that stands out to me about VR in this game is, uh, t- I guess, two things. It's an aspirational aspect of the game, right? So, I've never used VR. It's something that I had hoped to use in this game, and and the the analogy I would use is, um, 
you know, why does why does Ford make the GT? Um, why does uh, GM make Corvettes? Why does uh, Toyota make a Supra? Do you think they're making a lot of money off those products? No, those are I mean, to inspire. Sure. Those are to inspire sort of brand loyalty and interest and whatever, and then and then sort of it it. it it attaches good feelings to your product, which then brings people right. in to buy the others. Right. They're, they're called Halo products, not the Halo of a game, but Halo like, mm -hmm. like, holy, like it's the pinnacle of, in the case of automotive, it's the pinnacle of engineering. It's mm -hmm. the pinnacle of performance, of styling, of whatever. It's the thing people put posters on their wall for. And I've, I've, you know, mentally been putting VR in the same bucket with Elite. Like it is, it is the halo feature of a game to do well with that, that aspect of a game. And so it's the kind of thing that there may be people who in their entire career playing Elite never get VR, but knowing that they could and looking a lot of, you know, uh, experiencing it through streams or other people's experiences enhances their experience of the game, even if they never get it. And so when you take it away, it's like taking away it has a, a knock-on effect i think that goes beyond the people that just have vr it's all the people who aspired to get it or felt good about the fact in some way that they were playing a game that had it and then maybe someday they might get it even if they never did you know so it's it, there's a there's i think there's a bigger impact beyond just the community that as of today has vr um and 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 the other thing i'd say about that is i, I think we've talked before of you know this is a business Elite's a business. They're a public company. They have to make budgets and have plans that are months, years, at least a year, at least a year in advance. Mm -hmm. um, so things are kind of locked in, and and so when people ask questions about these things, you're going to get in some some cases kind of a lawyer kind of answer mm. about what's possible. That being said, um, no successful business makes a budget or a plan for a year and then goes on autopilot. Uh, they have to take into account factors you know macro factors about the of what's going on in the global economy or the customer base or i mean certainly what we've gone through globally here in the last three months is a excellent object lesson in that you know everybody's plans for the last three months that they made six months ago went up in smoke um mm. i would be shocked if if fdev didn't pay attention to the um the reaction around vr uh Maybe they underestimated it. Maybe someone was just looking at what percent of the player base. You know, they were looking at it clinically and not really realizing the emotional impact, the knock-on effect, the aspirational aspect, the halo, pro all these things, right? Like, maybe they just did not put that into their calculus. So, I, uh, yeah, let's wait and see what happens here. But uh, uh, I think there's certainly been a strong, a strong feedback response here, and uh, I'm. I'm optimistic to see what they'll do with it. Yeah. Um, I'd be shocked if they're just going to lockstep go towards something they said they were going to do two months ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the state of the game, which wraps us up. Guys, do you have uh, anything you want to sort of add, add to it? Anything you want to ask? Anything you want to say for the record, whatever, before we cut this out for the week? Nothing for me. It's been a hell of a week. You know, I, th I think we, uh, we we went around the bases a couple times tonight, so I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, too. I think, I think we've said it all. 
Yeah, man. Lots of, lots of stuff. I think we definitely have lots and lots and lots of stuff. We, 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 we didn't have time to even get to all of the stuff. It's that, that crazy of a week. All right. For anybody out there that's looking for to join the Discord, tinyurl.com forward slash Elite Week Discord. For any of you guys looking for the podcast, you can just go to anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week. All one word, no spaces, no anything. And that will pull up like the from there you can see where it's on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podify, Whatify, whatever if I it's on all of the things. Stitcher, Glitchers, Switcher, Witcher. It's on the Witcher 3 on Netflix. It's everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> you can definitely uh, check it out on, on please subscribe to the YouTube you're already watching enjoy that uh, and uh, yeah um, there will be more links and stuff on the YouTube page and it's just if you just go to YouTube and look for Elite Week you will you know see it right there um, and and you can follow through the links if you have any questions please 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 post a comment in the in the comment section tell us what you liked what you didn't what you want to hear about hey man you know talk about this next week I'm interested in that or hey I'm, I'm super super psyched about this project I want to know about this or I want to get involved in that uh, post post all that in the uh, in the uh, discord and or do more of that cool looping stuff you guys do at the start of the show. Yeah. Oh God. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Don't don't make don't make me. Yeah. No. I'm just gonna be bashing my head against the wall. But uh. So yeah. Uh. Thanks a lot, guys. And we're gonna go out with the song for the the podcast, which you'll you'll hear right after this. Have a great night, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.